Nitty green, it's the line is tall. Blowing like a better take a wall. Nitty green, it's the line is tall. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the line is tall. Don't like it, better take a wall. Nitty green, it's the line is tall. Line is tall, nitty green, it's the line is tall. What's going on, Moe's? What's going on, fear to God? How y'all doing on this Monday, baby? Doing pretty good. I actually had a really good Monday. That's not good. You, you <laughs> haven't, the show is not the show unless you have a manic no, Monday. No, I didn't. Okay. It was awesome today. She had an awesome Monday. Moses doing the Watusi over there. What's going on, fam? <laughs> <laughs> he is in the zone. Fair, what's good, baby? <laughs> I wish I was feeling as good as Moe's, but I'm all right. No, only, right. only Moe's knows why he's feeling good like that, man. That's you know what I'm saying? That baby, baby got the inside scoop or something. Moe's was good, bro. Hey man, that Kendrick still flowing in this household oh, yes, right sir. now. Yes, that sir. Kendrick going crazy. Oh, yes, sir. I got you. All right, so uh, since we talk about Kendrick Lamar, so this stuff that's that's the first album of his I've ever listened to. I know, I know, I know. Just I, I'm, I like Kendrick. I like this album. Yeah, it's cool though. It's cool. <laughs> you know what? You know why? Fair because when I think of West Coast rap, yep. I, I I still haven't evolved until today's time for West Coast rappers. Nipsey was dope, but Nipsey still sounded like he was from the West Coast. Kendrick don't sound like he's from the West Coast. He sound sound a little different. So I'm thinking West Coast rap. If you ain't sounding like Snoop, 92, 93, 94, 95, right. yeah. it's hard for me to really like grass. But this Kendrick Lamar album right here, bro, that's on fire, man. Yes. I ain't gonna I, ain't gonna I mean... I understand where you which, where you going with that, but you got to think like he did spend a good portion of his life as well in Chicago. See, mm-hmm. see, I, right. I didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. So like, he spent time in Compton, so he got that. Like, it he speaks about his life, but like, I, I to me, and we don't have to stay on this point long because I, I will stay on this all day. Like Kendrick transcends especially to me at this point with his body of work, mm-hmm. he transcends like being put into one style. That's cool. Like he transcends just being a West coast rapper. Like he's be, yeah. he's beyond that. And he takes pieces from so many different places, mm-hmm. which is why you like, you hear it all in his music. You hear like West coast, you hear Chicago, you hear New York, you hear down South, you I hear Africa. That. Like mm-hmm. you hear all of that in his music, so, I, and I respect it. It's just my brain is stuck yeah. in 1992 to 95, yeah. maybe 96. West Coast. After that, like even Snoop fell off to me. Like after after he like Snoop fell off for a minute, in my opinion. After that whole murder was the case joint, then he kind of like changed, and then I got back on Snoop when he got onto that sexual seduction. That, that's when I started feeling and Snoop Lion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, when he went to Snoop Lion, I was like, mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> I had to turn him down. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Nine's Talk. We haven't talked to each other in over, like, 
a couple of weeks. Right. So yeah, it's been a minute since we all been on. Don't mind yeah. us having these side conversations, but y'all still <laughs> stay tuned in. We definitely gonna get to some 49ers talk. But um, mm-hmm. listen, man, I'm excited to be here. It's another Monday. Mondays are always great. Way to kick off the week. I like that we do this show on Monday because we start the week off with a bang. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? They want to talk right. about the NBA real quick. They said bump the formalities and when they want to talk NBA. And everybody's giving me congrats to my Celtics. Moe's, I'm sorry about the Sixers. Fair, your team never made you it. You gotta apologize. I'm just I mean, playing. we made it. We just didn't make I'm it. Just just it. <laughs> it's a joke. No, my team never made it. Peachy, I wasn't going to say it. I, it's I, fine. I, was, I will. I have I no will. problem with that. I have no problem with that. Uh, the Lakers did not make it this year. Um, do, or do I believe we're going to make it next year? No. I don't because as long as we keep Russell Westbrook on this roster, we are uh, not. Do you think Westbrook's issue, PG, or is LeBron James the issue? Well, LeBron's the issue because he's the one that brought Russ there. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the major issue is LeBron. And then we also. You oh, got it, Moses. What did you finish? <laughs> I cannot forget about. I don't know what you call AD. People have Mr. all Glass. these weird names with his AD or whatever, like his name saying you, he's got ADD, all these different things or whatever. He's got to be but the most fragile player in the NBA. To, like, Always doubtful. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that one too. Always oh, doubtful. That's that's a, that's I'm a this one. slow. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard that one too, though. I've heard they have all kinds of different ones. Um, but I mean, in my opinion, I wish that LeBron, AD, and Russ were all three traded in a blockbuster deal and give us whatever. It doesn't matter if they don't even hardly give us anything back. (laughs) I would like all of them like off my squad because the reason why that I became a Laker fan, I mean, they're not even there. Like none of them are there. So I don't even care at this point. Like I'm ready for a youth movement from the Lakers and I'm just ready for them to start over. It really does. And no, hey, yep, that's right, Jerome. Um, they are looking at Zach Levine because guess what? Zach Levine is just went to clutch sports. Ah, uh, we good. He, and he's, he's, staying, he's already he's talking. Home. He's already talking to, <laughs> to LeBron. So I would love it if we got Zach Levine. Like, he's staying home. That would he's be good. awesome. So I, I saw Mose had his hand up for the majority oh, go ahead, of Mose. I wanna, soliloquy. I, I so want to hear dying what to know what Moe's has to say. Yeah, me too. Go ahead. Uh, this might be a little controversial. Some people may kill me, but like I think we need to have the conversation. Okay. And what I love about this show is we bring up the conversation. So right. yeah. let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Can we get rid of the nickname Point God for Chris Paul? Oh, man. He cannot be considered point guard. I thought Who the hell did. came up I with that name in the first place, man? Now. What in the... <laughs> like, look. All right. Look. He cannot be... He cannot He cannot be... No, there's no way he guard. can be the point guard. You're right. Like, that way. At halftime, Luca had 27. At halftime, bro. The whole Suns team had 27. 27. Mm-hmm. Bro, and what's crazier... I saw a stat where all, all of their starting five yes. had... Paul had one point. Booker right. had two points. Mm-hmm. Aiden had three points. Yep. Uh, what's the name? Somebody had four. Somebody, somebody had four. Somebody had five. Somebody All their starting five. five. I'm like, they they That's almost right. had their their position. Well, Guys, you know what the issue was? 
The issue was the coach. He should have just said, you know what, starting five, sit your ass down, put the bench right. in. No, did no, you, he should have said, listen, right? starting five, we're going to give the ball to Aiton because that's yeah. where our advantage is this series. Here's, and we're just going to Here's gonna what made it out. worse, guys. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul and Devin Booker at the end of the first half had no field goals. They made their first field goals in the third quarter. Crazy. In two quarters, they had zero. They had nothing. Look. At all. Let me tell and you something. in the something. third quarter, they got a couple. And the I think one of them finished with 10 or something like that. Like, it was just really horrible. The only but, thing that mattered yeah. in that game was me watching one thing. <laughs> and when I saw Luca hit the dude with the with the with the wet wet body they lit it like yo he hit him with the, the wet wet body bro the, the wet wet body PG who is that dude Cam Cam, Cam Johnson Cam yes. Johnson need to go get products from Johnson and, and Johnson because he fell on his ass so hard he need the baby part of that tush bro that dude said what what bam and then hit it in his right. face bro and then no, hit it in his in face his, not in his face he was on the floor yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I meant, he though. Was, he, he was on the, the floor. No, the Duke Cam Johnson face only was thing, still only right there guarding him. It was the ghost <laughs> only, of his <laughs> only, only, only thing Luca didn't do was point. <laughs> and he, he and shot shout out, And shout right. out to Troy, a.k.a. the plug. Yeah, man. Troy, Troy what's good, fam? What's good? Guys, I love that. But check this out. Another hilarious thing in that game. Oh, wow. Okay. Besides Chris Paul now having some kind of injury. That oh, is, so now that he's injured. No. Okay. I can All tell right. you, like, and sum up in one sentence, Jason Kidd knows point guards. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, he knows how, he knows to, how to stop shut them down. the guards. Thank he knows you. how Thank to you. completely shut them down. And that's what he did. They said, we're going to shut down Booker. We're going to let everybody else beat us. And then you guys can, like, roll over to Chris Paul whenever he's out there. Chris Paul almost became unplayable. They didn't even play him that much because of that. Not to mention that DeAndre Ayton decided to just throw a major, like, fit. And, oh, and didn't even, and, like, quit. Like and was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing like this. Like Twinkie feeling. Very soft, right. Mm -hmm. So him and AD another soft person in my eyes because they literally break a nail every time they hit the court something's wrong with them can all go somewhere like to their own team they can create their <laughs> own team and it will be called the um what is that what's the ice cream the soft serve it can be called the soft serve that's exactly <laughs> what that now, i got i got to ask you this question because there's a difference between being soft and injury prone yeah. i don't think ad is soft i think he's just injury prone Correct. And I think Aiden is soft. Does that make sense? Yeah, Very. I agree. You know yeah, what I mean? Some Aiden, guys Aiden, have some Aiden, soft DeAndre Aiden, there, DeAndre Aiden should be bullying people. He should be yes. like he got the mentality, he be, dog. He should be he mm, should no. be like Dwight Howard in his prime. Right. See, but exactly. the thing is, he's not he's not assertive enough. Yeah. Because nope. he legit had the advantage this right. series and should have been killing every right. should have been every killing Dwight game. Powell. Mm -hmm. like, every game. Dwight Powell. Every game. Dwight Powell? Yes. <laughs> Bro, if I, if I wasn't, if I wasn't six one, I would give Dwight Powell work. I'm telling you. I'm not Dwight saying he not. Powell, I just want to know if AD is soft. So so AD is soft and injury prone. So that's even worse. Yeah, they they were win. killing them so bad that Luca didn't even have to hardly play 
No. Like he literally got out there and bald when he was out there for a couple of times and then he went and chilled on the bench. Like he was literally sitting back like this. Did, like pretty who, much almost the whole game. Like he who, wasn't worried about that. Who was That's the why, player mm-hmm. that talked stuff to Luca? That's what happened. Devin Booker. Oh, Devin Booker. Booker. Oh, when Booker. he took the ball out of Luca's hand Booker. and called him a little Booker. B? That's a whole bunch of stuff that that they him and Chris Paul were talking so much crap Oops. in this series. And Devin Booker, you know, he's got the reputation for talking a bunch of crap and not being able to ever back it up. So you would okay. think by now that he would learn, like, don't. Like they said, Luca has been playing with grown men since he was, like, 14 years old. Like, you Facts. cannot rattle this dude. Like, nope. it's impossible to do that. Nope. So all that talk that he did, just like in the um, – in the in – the, um, after game presser, they asked Luca if, if he was aware – that they were up that far. And he's, yep, sure was. <laughs> At was the like, half. Yeah. I, I, I knew I had as many points as that. Points? Yep. I was. Yep. I that's, cra- that's crazy, yo. That's that's crazy. <laughs> it was so funny. I, I was watching the game with my son yesterday, and he was talking about both Luca and Booker, and I was like, son, this is what I've been telling you when you practicing, because my son is starting to play basketball now. He's really getting into it. And I was like, Booker, like, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. But the issue with me with Booker is he's inconsistent and exactly. injured like, all the time. Like, like sometimes he'll show up and he'll yep. give you two, three, four games in a row where it's like, oh wow, this dude is nice. Yep. And then he'll and then he'll give you a six game stretch where like, yo, where is he at? Yep. And I was like, that inconsistency doesn't play well in the league. And he was like, well, Dad, like Luke, everybody's talking about Luca, Luca, Luca. Like, is Luca good, good, or is he just good? I was like, son. That dude Luca, good, good. Luca is like that. I didn't Bad say good, good. I was like, Luca is like yes, that. Absolutely. I, so I have my experiences with Luca is this or are this because this happened three times. Yeah. Game comes down to the last point one second on the shot clock. The cock mm-hmm. dude just shoots the ball up in the air and goes in. He's beating the Celtics <laughs> three times with the same so freaking way. Ridiculous. And the crazy thing is they trip, they know he getting the ball. Yes. He, so the last time, but so the last time Luca put the Uka Duka on the Celtics. They triple teamed him. Luca passed it to Dinwiddie and he hit the shot. I said, I quit. I do not want to see the Mavs in the finals. Give me the war. I'd rather get beat by 43s from Steph than right. get beat by I can't take a Luca loss, bro. That's a hurt speaking, different, man. Speaking of which. Props to Dinwiddie because normally at home, the home role players show up. But in this particular, it was the Mavericks role players that showed up and showed out. And Brooklyn should have never done that. They should never have allowed Dinwiddie to go to the Mavs uh, via the Wizards because that's where he was at first. And then Mm -hmm. with the Porzingis thing, and they wound up getting in there because Dinwiddie's like, y'all must have forgot. And he just went out there and killed it whenever Luca was not out there. So shout out to JL Chapman's Mavs because they um, dominated yesterday, made Phoenix look like a JV team yesterday. It was pretty bad. They pretty much took their soul. Devin Booker was rattled. He couldn't even do anything when he came out there. But now we move on to the Mavs and the Warriors, which I think is going to be a great series. And I'm looking forward to watching that series. All right, real quick, let's get through this NBA talk. Warriors, Mavs, who wins the series? Mavs and six. Mavs and six? I, think <laughs> I said the same thing. <laughs> wow. Go ahead. That's 4-2. Mariah is going to hate me, but I got the Mavs and six, too. 
I wow. watched Golden State with Memphis, man. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that impressed. All right. Without y'all. They got work. I put them. I put their stuff up there. while you guys go? I ahead love you, Mariah. I promise. I love you. I love nah, the yell. I love that's the fam. crew. That's fam. I just but, uh, think the Mavs got it, man. I really do. Think Warriors game seven. Warriors seven. Tia agrees me um, with me. There you go, Tia. Niners Lakers for life. Yeah. I, I hate to say it though, but I think the Warriors pull it out. Um, unfortunately, it's gonna go seven games. I, I think the NBA is gonna milk the hell out of these series. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, all the all the sick refs, Scott Foster, all them dudes will be super healthy. Come I'm um, coming this series. It's gonna be crazy. They're gonna all be available. You won't see a ref miss one of these games. Right. It's gonna be crazy. Expect every foul call. If you're a Celtics fan, expect every player to foul out in the first quarter. Like it's just um it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I I like the series. I think it goes seven games. I think I think the the OGs get one more okay. before, before Luca takes over, bro. All right. Okay. I don't know. Then Mavs are playing opinion. tough, and like they, I said, Jason I, Kidd has figured out these they, guards. They they, they yep. are playing tough, but but okay okay. Let's have this conversation. God dang it, we got we got guests coming on the show. We ain't even talked 49ers yet, but let's have this conversation. <laughs> You know what? Let's save it for nitty gritty Niners after dark. Let's let's let's, let's save that. it for that. Because we need. I feel like we've been built up for a whole season of basketball talk, and we have not let it out we yet. Haven't done right. it. Yeah, we haven't done yeah, it. We, we haven't done to, it. We haven't. Uh, whoever yeah, said we have one more thing that we got to do. Right. No, we don't got to do this. Can somebody ban? Can can we kick Jerome? Oh yeah, Davis get him out, out of here. Yeah, he all right. He all right. That's my He got to go. Jerome, you good out here in these streets? No, I think this goes seven Celtics. games too, and nope. I think the Celtics went on the road, bro. Nope, Celtics in six. Okay. I'll dig. I could dig it. I, I could see dig another it. seven game. I think. Jerome, I love that. you, bro. It's all. Love. It's all love. Yeah. I think Boston's gonna, gonna win game seven. I think it goes seven games, and Boston wins on the road. They're they're a road type of team. They're built to win on the road. I think this is a perfect series for them. They're headed mm-hmm. there. It's gonna they're be a defensive in, battle. It's gonna be crazy, yo, and. They already faced the juggernaut. And that's not no disrespect to the Heat, but I'm sorry. When you deal seven games with a big, big ass bully, like yo, as great as Giannis is, he's just a bully. Right. And and they don't call hey. anything on him. Yo, and but did you see his stat line for the series? Bro, he played great. I think I think I think, I think they man. said he's the first player yeah, he in is. history. Ever. Yeah, in a series, yes, to have two hundred points, yes. one hundred rebounds, rebounds, and fifty assists. Yes, there was literally nothing in else that Giannis series. could have done. He just Crazy. did not. He, he's MVP, bro. Hands down, greatest player so probably in about. Is, is Giannis the best player in NBA? Right now, yeah. Right yeah. now, I, I would say yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, like and 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 the Celtics had to figure it out. They had mm-hmm. to say, okay, Giannis can't score 100 points, right? They had to figure it out. So they let Giannis kind of like do his thing and force the other guys to like do their thing. And I'm not going to fight. And that's where I think the Celtics have the edge over the heat. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think the type of defense that the Celtics play. Man, that shit is locked. It's just full of They're all all healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Unlike Except my Sixers, mm-hmm. who didn't have Embiid for the first two games, that's not an excuse, but we didn't have Embiid. But they're all healthy, the defense that they play. And if they go in with a similar mentality, look, mm-hmm. all we got to do is stop Jimmy Butler. We cannot let Jimmy Butler get hot because he is the engine that makes this team go. And right. I know Jimmy Butler plays good defense, but right now I think Tatum 
it, a lot of people have been talking about it. Has he reached superstar status? I think he has. Yeah. And I think he's starting to reach that stratosphere of I don't care who you put on me. Yep. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. Mm-hmm. You could get the you can get the bet the, the defensive player of the year. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm still dropping yeah. 30. But you know so why for that for me, for me in both series, it's who's gonna guard Tatum. Yep. And then the West, who's gonna guard Luca? Because Clay right. Thomas is not the same. That's Clay Thomas, not the same. Clay Thompson isn't the same, right? That's weird. It's got to be mentality coming off that injury, though, right? I I think, I think it that's 75%. Yeah, that makes sense. You gotta give him another year next year. Yeah, Yeah, but he's like full, unless, unless, unless. He's the NBA Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the show, man. Now, look, man, look, we got to get to some free Thompson got Thompson got rings. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. All the formalities y'all know. Bam. <laughs> yep. All right. Look, uh, a few things going down. Uh, let's go ahead and, and get our happy birthdays out to Traverius Ward. Let's go, baby. Happy birthday, yeah. little Mooney. You know what I'm saying? It's the kid's birthday, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad he's on his team. I'm glad the 49ers decided to address address the cornerback position in free agency, and they felt like they got a guy that fits their scheme opposed to getting, like, the best guy out there, name brand. They went and got the best fit for the 49ers, man. So happy birthday to Javarius Ward. Uh, many, 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 many more. Some some 49er news. They're losing another coach. Don't know if you guys heard about this. Mm-hmm. Vikings have hired former 49ers Director of Research and Development Demetrius Washington as their new Vice President of Football Operations. Uh, Quezzy Adolfo Mensa, who actually held this title with the Browns, is finalizing his football structure, and this hire is a key part of that so the 49ers lose another personnel position in the organization what does this mean to you guys the 49ers are losing coaches losing personnel pieces like is this like a good thing because our team is that the ish or is this gonna hinder us at some point i i I agree with your first the first statement that when people want to poach your organization Mm -hmm. that is a good thing that means that you're doing something right you don't you don't hear people consistently going after Jags front office staff and coaches. And this is no disrespect, but as of right now, disrespect. No, it's complete disrespect. As of right now, they Buck not, is they there. Not it's complete after, disrespect. They're not going after the Jaguar staff. They're not All going right. after the Houston staff in front of they. They're not. They're coming after <laughs> our staff because we have sustained excellence. So that's a good thing, and that means and because we've been through this multiple times. We've had guys leave, and we were able to find somebody to come in and replace that position and do their thing and do well, and then they move on. I feel like we have a pipeline not only with the coaches but in the front office where we'll find somebody else who can come in and bring their brand and bring their style and maybe Mm -hmm. add some new wrinkles. Yes. We're not going off technical. No, no. We're not going off technical. No, no. He got rings. No, because he got rings. He got rings. He got rings. He got rings. Technically, technically, Clay played to get those rings. Jimmy didn't play to get them rings. You just got to come back. That's just a good good comeback. But the ball boy has the Patriots rings that. Hey, don't, don't sit there and talk shit about the Thank ball you. boy because the ball boy has a specific job. He has to make sure he get the balls to the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Pause. 
It never fails, bro. It never fails. Because she said ball boy. Like, when was I supposed yeah, to well, she say? said ball, like one singular. Like, well, he, don't one get the, he doesn't on get the one. He doesn't get one football. He has to rotate. It's, it's one, one, at, a, it's one at, at a the time there. Rotating the balls. Right at the foot in there. <laughs> football. Stop. Stop going. Stop. Because <laughs> you but, made it worse by saying rotating the <laughs> It never fails with Breezy, yo. It never fails. <laughs> Just when you think that <laughs> he is elevated past this, oh, it never fails. So good to have the family back together. It's so, yo, when it's the four of us, we're getting <laughs> the balls reference from Breezy. Speaking of balls, yo, no, uh, we got the Manscaped uh, endorsement, man. So if you want Yay! some some sexy balls or some salty balls Woo! or whatever kind of balls you want, then go go run over to Manscaped. Who is that from from um, South Park? Oh, South Park. <laughs> Oh, Isaac man. Hayes, man. Isaac Hayes. on the show, man. You know what? Bump it. Let's just bring him on in. We're talking about um, rotating no. balls. Smitty. Oh. Smitty's probably like, what the hell? Right, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's ask Smitty. What's good, bro? What's up, man? What is the job of the ball boy? Uh, I suppose to, to make sure a football's Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Smitty. He was listening to the show. He said, he said to work. I, I, I just got off my live stream, but it's to you know work the ball and make sure they're deflated properly. Wait a, minute. Deflated. Wait, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, hold up. So he could play with the ball and squeeze it. Y'all don't say nothing, but I can't say balls. I mean, you got you know, you make sure it's what Tom Brady needs. It's got to have a good enough cushion to it. There's a lot that goes into a ball boy. Um, Smitty, you walked right. I don't know into what I walked into. Storm. I thought this was a nightmare. Yeah, you walked storm. right into the firestorm. It is, man. So what happened was we were talking. To, we, well, so somehow we got we we talked about basketball for almost thirty minutes, right? And so, um, you know, the, the thing was, you know, we said Clay Thompson wasn't the same. And so I said, well, maybe he's the NBA version of Jimmy Garoppolo, right? That's what happened. And then Mose was like, yeah, but Clay got rings. And so then Taryn said, well, technically, Jimmy got rings too. And then they got to back and forth. And then PG's like, well, the ball boy got a ring. And I'm like, don't you sit there and disrespect the ball boy. You know, he got a specific job. He's got to bring the balls out to the quarterback. You know, it's, I, I don't know if I said it that good, but it was funny. Look, I'm embedded in so much NFL. Like, I'm a little out of it on some things. Um, is Clay Thomas, has he gotten that bad? We're comparing him to Jimmy Garoppolo. Has he really dropped off? This just the reason my comparison was more. Uh, let me let me be clear because Clay Thompson is not a bad NBA player, no. and, and I want to be clear. My comparison okay. was this, and it's only this: the way they that the year they had coming back from the injury, they didn't have the same mentality as they had before the injury. That's why I'm comparing them. It has nothing to do. Clay Thompson is supersedes Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, okay. like when it comes just, to Clay Thompson's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy G shouldn't be brought up in these contexts. No, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> maybe okay. the ball boy and Jimmy G. They have right. about the same. Right. Just, see, I, see, see Smitty's got that. that because that's why I said that. Because when they was talking about the rings, I said, "Well, the ball boy also gets a, um, the rings that Jimmy Garoppolo got too." On the the ball boy so, probably yeah. throws further than Jimmy G. 
Probably. That's that's probably does that too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Brock Purdy probably throws further than Jimmy G. That's why they drafted him. All right, listen, man. We're on the show. We're gonna have a conversation about the <laughs> the rookie roll call, man, because they got their jersey numbers. We've got a chance to watch some of the kids at practice. Uh, I know you've been breaking down film. Schmitty, what's some of the things you notice for some of the rookies for the 49ers? Now, I know you cover all the rookies for every team. Most, he's like you. You guys yeah. just, you have nothing else to do with your lives. But <laughs> I'm just curious to know. Oh, Schmitty, Mose, put out his top five running backs. Uh-oh. I only got to the number one and I think the number two, which is, is it the kid from Denver, Javante? Who's the kid from? Yeah, so, so Javante's the number, surprise number two. Because How like, is he your number two, him. Schmitty? Like how? Because he the same reason that a guy like like JT rises up. Like JT was was in the ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth overall range for running backs last season, and mm-hmm. people were scared of Naheem Hines. They're like, "Oh, Naheem Hines is going to take away all of his PPR oh, I see action." What you're saying. JT wasn't. Uh, hold on, I got an alarm going up. Here. Uh, Damn, Mariah's JT, tight man. JT wasn't uh, wasn't considered a top five lock overall. And people have foggy memories when it comes to this stuff. And they're like, oh, you know, Naheem Hines didn't scare me. And you're comparing Melvin Gordon, Naheem Hines. They're, they, they're the exact same in terms of the fear factor. Javante was going in 6 to 10, 6 to 9 overall before Melvin re-signed with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's freaking out over old Melvin Gordon when they don't really re- – like human beings are weird. This is why I have a psych degree and I bring this into my show, the psychology behind all this stuff too. It is so funny because – Javante Williams was everybody's breakout darling in the five to, to we'll call it five to ten range in February March. There That's was true. no Russell Wilson. They had no they had nobody under center, and they had Melvin Gordon likely to stay. There was a thought, okay, maybe he could go in free agency, but in February March you didn't know. So you had no Russell Wilson. You had Melvin Gordon likely staying, and he was top five to ten for you. Then Melvin goes off. He's supposed to test free agency. You get Russell Wilson. And then the same thing you had going on earlier, Melvin comes back, and now he's a second-round fantasy football pick and a, a potential bust. I love it. It's a gift. I wouldn't undo the Melvin Gordon signing if you told me there was a button I could press right now. It's a it's a gift. People aren't seeing it straight. He's gonna he's gonna ball. look. And last thing I'll say is he he was the number one running back in the NFL, breezy in broken tackles, and he played. Okay, half that's a number I like. He, he beat JT out. This guy will be in the top two or three for 20 and 40-yard-plus runs and broken tackles. He'll be in the top two or three in the NFL. Mm, that's, a that's, that, that's a number that I like, the, the broken tackle. The and and, and the, this is I, – I love Smitty's breakdown because, mm-hmm. especially when you talk about fantasy football, a lot of people, they understand or try to understand fantasy football, but they don't understand real football. Right. What Russell Wilson is going to do with that team, with oh, the weapons yeah. that they have, is going to open the offense up okay. tremendously, mm-hmm. tremendously. And one of Russell's gripes in Seattle was, well, yeah, we run the ball a lot, but they're not, they don't fear the pass because we can't pass protect. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually stop the run, and then I have to throw anyway because we're behind. Now he has a decent offensive line in front of him. Weapons on the outside, so he's going to get the pass protection. He's going to be able to pick teams apart. He's going to be able to extend plays with his legs, but then he's also going to be able to have an effective run game because of that, because he's going to be able to pass, because he's going to be able to pick teams apart, because he's going to have that protection that opens up more of the run game. We see it with the 49ers. 
Kyle uses the run game to open up the pass. Well, I think in, in, in Denver, they're going to use that pass game as an opposite to open up the run. And Javante Williams, he's going to be the starter. He's going to be the main go-to back. And now with a quarterback who's more cerebral and understands yeah. how to check, make checks at the line of scrimmage, how to read how defenses are playing them, how to get him the ball in space if you know he has to check out and his receivers aren't open and he needs to check down, Javante Williams is going to have a really, really, really big year. And like Smitty said, the signing of Melvin Gordon does not scare me at all. Yeah, at it's, all. It's a, it, the Russell Wilson addition is a difference between – 10 and 11 total touchdowns for Javante and now living in the red zone. He's more like 13, 14 to 18. Wow. Like he, can, he could have 18. Facts. He could be, he could yeah. be number one in the NFL and touchdown scored or like right behind JT. JT's probably going to be the number one touchdown getter, but you know, 18, 19, 20 touchdowns. He definitely could be a 20 TD guy, JT, but Javante's right there. And it's it's a gift. Melvin Gordon's a gift. They could have drafted Rashad White or some other running back on James Cook that could have fallen. And people are mad that they took themselves out of the rookie running back running. Like I I loved it. I was like, bring Melvin back. And people just they go, What about last year? What about last year? Last year he Melvin Gordon took half the carries. Like that was last year. They had nothing to play for. Why run the mileage up and the tread mm-hmm. off these tires when mm-hmm. you had nothing to play for? And if people think that Melvin Gordon, who's a pedestrian 3.9 to 4.2 yard per carry running back, is going to keep Javante Williams, who could average exactly. five yards a carry, who is number one in the NFL in broken tackles last year, mm-hmm. and he played half time. He beat yep. JT out in broken tackles, and he played the football. He played football half time. It's cra- it's crazy. Yeah. Like people don't see the force from the trees on this stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. For anyone who doesn't know, a JT stands for Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. Just yeah. in case anyone who know that? out there Did doesn't you know. About? Like, Do I now? I said, who wouldn't have known that? No, I'm just I'm just saying because oh. you know, just yeah, in that, case that kid, somebody I'm, watching that I'm doesn't so know glad who JT I wasn't, is. I'm I wasn't dumb like a lot of people, and I made sure I drafted him as a running back. Like I, I like last season. He saved my fantasy football season, Jonathan Taylor. Yes, he did. Now yeah. he was skeptical. He was skeptical at the beginning of the season, but then he just turned it on. We're gonna bring in our brother Raj too. Yeah. Listen, this is gonna be a dope show. This We're gonna awesome. talk about whatever we feel like talking about. So, I want to. I want to say what's this. What's good, though? fam? What's up, baby? How you doing? What's up, man? <laughs> He's in the building, man. Looking yeah. fresh to death. Peachy, what was you gonna say? I was just going to give you props because when we were going through the running backs for the draft, mm. Javante yeah. Wick was actually at the top of your list. And you yes, said he that he was going to be exceptional in this league and that yeah. he was going to to be great. And then when you got him, I'm sorry. Then you it. said that's a great pickup by Denver, that he is really, really gonna ball in this league. So I just wanted to, to give you props for that because well, you, you you were on that i try to you know I, it's, it's y'all I, I just listen to y'all and then when y'all don't keep up with the stuff i just take y'all stuff all right smitty you're gonna try to guess <laughs> your other three raj you can't answer this because i'm sure you know his other three because i didn't get a chance to see the other three all right so uh, i haven't released him yet i that was oh, video i thought i missed it i thought i missed it i was like no, damn you how you gonna give us yet. the two you, nope. know, you gave us the one and then you kept saying javante javante williams javante williams i was like he's got to be the next person yeah i did no i did first i did one and two 
Okay. So video three, four, and five are coming out. So all right. So let's see if we can guess who those are before they come out. All right. So is is, there, is, is video one number one or number five? Uh, one. One. So, so who's JT one? one running back one. two. Video yeah. two. Javante. Mm -hmm. And then number and, three's got to be Derrick Henry, right? No. You don't want you don't want to own Derrick Henry this year. Ooh. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't draft Derrick Henry in the top fourteen overall. Damn, he getting Saquon Barkley treatment right now. I wouldn't draft Saquon Barkley in the top two. He's down with me. Saquon, no. he's a retired fantasy football player for me. Yeah, yeah. Saquon, Henry, yeah. Henry, Henry has had – look, you don't run for 2,000 yards and survive in today's football. Um, it's not like the olden days. Like, Barry Sanders is really the only player that's ever run for yeah. 2,000 yards. There's been eight of them. Uh, that that's ever returned to form after the 2,000 yard season. Mm -hmm. and, and on top of that, there's yeah. that 371 carry curse. When a running back gets 371 carries, they usually never ever they break. They not just for the next year, they break. Yeah. And 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 Henry rushed for over 400 times, and ran for 2,000 yards. Both curses in 2020. Yeah. And so it was a virtual lock that he was going to get injured and break and produce if not less than half the numbers, but half the numbers, mm -hmm. he got hurt before double digit weeks. He produced half the numbers and rebounding is going to be really, really hard for him. I think he's still got the plate in his foot. He doesn't have a quick step. He's never been quick behind mm -hmm. the line of scrimmage. He's, finding the hole. Yeah. he's the kind of guy that once he gets up to full speed, you just can't take him down. Mm -hmm. He's the kind of guy that will have 30, 40 yards in the first half. You're like, where's Derrick Henry? And then he mm -hmm. wears down the defense and then and eventually gets the ball um, and he gets cooking. But this is also an offense that lost A.J. Brown. There's turmoil at the quarterback mm -hmm. position. You got right. Tannehill very upset, mm -hmm. just like Aaron Rodgers was, only mm -hmm. Tannehill. Because of Malik talented, Willis, yeah. So he's not going to hold Malik Willis uh, off his heels. Right. And so this that offense is going to crumble. He's, a, he's mm -hmm. like, I ain't going to be no mentor. It's a, um, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a mess. So, <laughs> who says that, though, guys? Like, right. Who, you can't say that on national television. Especially after you had that shitty-ass performance that you had Against the Bengals. Come that's on bad. now. Especially when you sucked in Miami. You uh, somebody had to mentor yours at. What, what that is was wrong, crazy. Like, you're going to sit up here and talk about what you ain't going to do after the last thing that we saw you do was horrific. All right. And, play, and you're actually going to have to do let's, that. So, let's play a game, Peachy. Let's play okay. a game. All right. Smitty is the fantasy guru. I think I know who, who three might be. All right, Me I don't too. even want to guess no more because I, I, I just, I just want to, I'm gonna wait till the videos come out. But let's play a game. All of us on this show are 49er fans, except for Smitty. Let's figure out. Really let's is. ask him about one player and where he, he would draft them. So if they have to pick a 49er player, where would okay. he draft them in fantasy football? Let's have All this right. conversation. Let's start with Raj. All right, if I'm gonna ask Smitty, who we we, if you actually watch us go live. Smitty is really a closeted Niner fan. It's just a matter of time. After the car when he'll be rocking the red and gold. But when he comes back, Look, all he got to do is just take that damn bird off this joint, yo. Diva! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how you put the shirt on that fast, bro? What the? F is it another you there? What is that? Nice. I'm, I'm his twin. Uh, yeah. Look, I'm not a. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, Raj. What was the question? So that's his twin. So Smitty and his, his twin, shitty. Um, there he is. 
<laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. I, I told you they was family, man. They blend right in, man. No problems. They nitty gritty. One hundred percent. Here's Smitty, we are boys, so I can say that nobody else can. Um, Smitty, Debo Samuel, tell me about it. Where are you drafting them? I, 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 you know, I go, I go at everybody on this topic. Debo is the best pure wide receiver on the Niners roster, and. Raj and I disagree a little bit on the terminology, and Raj believes Debo's much better wide receiver. He's the weapon and stuff. But I think that people don't give Debo the benefit of the doubt because he was ripped from the position last year. He he couldn't even play wide receiver the whole time. So how are we gonna yeah. say he's not as good as Ayuk? But I to 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 be fair, I love Ayuk. Raj and I talked about Ayuk going to the Niners before Ayuk was even like mentioned in the media. Cause I'm in Arizona. He went to Arizona state. So mm -hmm. we got on a live one time. We're like, Ayuk watched his kid. We started hyping him up and then he landed with the Niners. So there's no bigger Ayuk fans than Raj and I. So I love Ayuk, but I, I just think Debo is going to do what he did last year. I think he's going to not run as much, but I think he's going to have an absolute monster season and 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 I think that that he's probably going to prove everybody wrong that thinks he can't be a top five six wide receiver, pure wide receiver. Um, the guy mm -hmm. was number one in the NFL in yards per catch, and people are really having this conversation. He was number one in the NFL, and I know some of that happened where he get the ball at the line of scrimmage. But guess what? That's still wide receiver, you know, work. I don't care if he caught the ball a yard behind and he's it's considered a rush. The guy had well more. Then can, I can't take myself seriously. Hold on, I'm going to change. <laughs> so what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm what I'm worried about is Debo doesn't have Jimmy Garoppolo anymore, mm. and so does his production decrease. How? I don't think so. I mean, now you got a better quarterback. This is the thing. And absolutely, thank you. Kenny, we we did talk about this. Like I I think in the terminology of wide receivers, I think Brandon Ayuk is more of a a straight wide receiver, you know, in terms of the route run, right, right. you know, things like that. I'm not saying that Debo cold bloody, he's the best wide receiver this team has had for years on years on years. Like he did first thousand yard receiver in many years. Like there's no disrespect. I call Debo having this season. Remember Smitty? I said, look, everybody was hyping up BA and I love BA. That's my boy. He's breaking out this year. But I said, look, Debo's about to have the year that we thought he was going to have two years ago before the injuries. And he did. And I think Debo is underrated as a receiver. I think he's great. Again, route running, he might give that to Ayuk. You know, he can hit those um, deeper passes. You know, he has a little bit more uh, flexibility in running the route tree. But Debo, man, he's actually not bad as a, a deep threat wide receiver. Because if you remember, when whenever he gets those those opportunities, he makes the most of it. And, and last season, him and Trey Lance had a couple big-time connections, deep plays. You know, the Houston game, big touchdown. Uh, Seattle, big touchdown. You know, he did it with Jimmy with that Lions touchdown, although he made Jimmy look good with the pass. But we ain't going to talk about that. But his first play in the NFL in Dallas preseason, deep pass, 60-yard pass. So he has that ability. I think with Trey, you're going to see them, you know, stretch the field more. You got a guy like, you know, rookie Danny Gray, who's going to be a decoy and is going to open it up for Debo. He's still going to take those little those little uh, wide receiver screens and he's going to do his thing. He just doesn't have to run as much out of the backfield. And that's going to save his legs. And I think they're going to utilize him. And and Ayuk, you know, outside a lot more than they were being uh, utilized with Jimmy. Because Jimmy, you know, it's five yards, I, yards down the middle. That's their game. I think Debo's still going to have – what do you have? Before he had to start running the ball last year, he had like 1,400 yards. He was killing the receiving. He was killing the receiving game, yeah. He, he was. was. Super Cup, 
or one and two for like weeks. Because I remember posting every Monday like Debo is number one, Debo is number two, and, and receiving yep. it. Yep. It was crazy. He was <laughs> killing it, man. So, so real quickly, Raj is correct. I want to give him his 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 flowers on this. He did. We were all talking up Ayuk. I mean, everyone was. We're like Ayuk's gonna have a breakout year. Debo had the injury plague second year. Nobody was even really thinking about him doing what he did. Raj was like, he's going to have the best season out of all these two wide receivers. So to give Raj's flowers, he by far said that Debo was going to be that guy, that weapon. But I still don't understand how we're having this conversation about a guy that in deep Debo that, that in my opinion, every time, like Raj said, gets an opportunity, he excels. And he was literally ripped part-time away from being a wide receiver he was number one in the NFL in yards per catch. Um, this guy is just a, he's a, just a pure weapon. And I think that, that Ayuk, he was in the doghouse for majority of the year last year. Like wh- why are we elevating Ayuk to the, a better pure route runner or better pure wide receiver when he hasn't done it? He hasn't done anything yet. Like Here's he was at least. Him and Ayuk, him and, sorry, not, him and Trey Lance, they already have a bond like a chemistry. And we've been waiting for someone to unleash Brandon Ayuk because he doesn't u- get utilized the way that, Debo, you, you guys you, want a bull prediction? Right. You guys want a bull prediction? You can bull put prediction. Debo flat and go all day. Brandon Ayuk, perimeter, deep pass, you know, yep. the out plays. Like, those are plays that Jimmy couldn't do with him because he couldn't hit those passes on the numbers. With Brandon Ayuk and Trey Lance, I think his productivity goes crazy. And I think they're going to utilize his strengths that he has that haven't been used. And, and whatever, doghouse or not, I think Brandon Ayuk, this is a year three? This is his year. Debo, this is his year. I think we all agree with that. I think this is his year. He went crazy in year three. Now it's Brandon Ayuk's turn to go crazy on year three. And you're going to have two fucking cold-blooded receivers going crazy on the league. And they got George Kittle, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Can can the 49ers first in the first history, would this be, can they get 3,000 yard pass catchers in one season? I mean, why not? It's possible. Okay, so here's the bold prediction. Now, Shanahan, Raj knows this very well. Shanahan ends up, most of my wrong, like if we do any predictions, I get a lot right on the show. But anything I get wrong, it's because of Shanahan. I'm trying to predict Shanahan, and that's where my crutch is. But I'm going to say, at the risk of him not being used properly or enough, I'm going to say that Danny Gray has as good a year or better than than Ayuk in 2022. Whoa. Uh That's bold, baby. So, boy. so, so that's bold, but I can see where you're coming from, because if Danny Gray does a couple of things early to wow Kyle Shanahan, he gonna stick with Danny Gray. He can't. He can't be co- covered in today's NFL. Rules. He can't be. This listen, slipped, yo, he I just wrote an, everybody bro, in the NFL draft, and they. I just wrote an it. article right on Danny Gray. I, it's not published yet because I'm still. I gotta get it edited right. And so I, what I wanted to do is I'm trying to figure out who can cover him. He's four three three speed. The fastest DB in our division is the second DB on the Arizona Cardinals. Like, and he runs a four three seven. Everyone else is slower. Danny Gray won't just be a decoy. Danny Gray is going to get utilized. And if they match him up in man coverage, because you can't man cover everybody. You match him up in man cover. Some people are going to be double cover. You're not going to double cover Danny Gray as a rookie. I hope. I would hope not. Yeah. If they match him up in man coverage, and Trey Lance has the time, and he sees that. God, remember the Dan- remember the Danny Gray and Trey are kind of coming out at the same time. Even though Trey was a rookie last year, that rapport could be built from the start. Um, I think Trey 
Trey's going to utilize him as a safety net. The, the only thing, I, the only concern I have is if Shanahan, he brings rookies along slowly. Sometimes he didn't with Mitchell, yeah. but that was out of necessity. So we he don't didn't really do that really with Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, 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 he I did. And then he, yeah, and then, season. you're right. So I, I think he's, he's so uncoverable. And I, I think he's only scratching the surface too, because once you get a player, this is what, I mean, this is part of what, why I do what I do and what I, is I look for things that, that, that are telling signs of things that I've pattern recognition seen in the past. And the thing I see about Danny Gray that makes me jealous as a Cardinal fan. And I think every other team should be jealous because this kid slipped through everybody's grasp. They just let, they just, I don't think they realize what they had. This kid at the surface level, the scratching the surface level is not unlocked yet. When you put this kind of raw talent and he's smart, he's hungry. And he's put this kind of raw talent Mm -hmm. and ability in the hands of professionals at the NFL level, they're going to take his game to an even higher level. Yeah, he's and nowhere I near his ceiling. Yeah. A guy yeah. that if you just plugged him in, he would be open at the NFL level all over the field. And if you cultivate his game, it's going to be unbelievable. Like, he is a gem. The, the you, got, you guys are so good at finding – these guys that that are overlooked and he was a high he was high draft capital compared to some of the other gems that you guys peters and everybody always finds but i'm telling you i was i was jealous of it i wish the cardinals would have taken Brees hall at 23 not traded for hollywood and then taken danny gray reach for him in round two if i was running things that's what i would have done because i like gray going into the draft i didn't think he was going to go um to the niners i i thought people were still going to let him fall because i didn't know that they had their sights set on him, but amazing, amazing selection. And Ayuk, I, I'm not saying Ayuk can't have a good year. I'm just saying we're all so quick to just throw him into that role when he was in the doghouse all year. Um, he did struggle at times, and I know he's got a good rapport with Trey, but I think Danny Gray is going to have a good rapport with anybody who's throwing the football because he's going to be wide open. But that's I think- so Brandon Ayuk, again, he was in the doghouse, whatever you want to say. After, it was an amazing rookie season. Like let's That's what I'm saying. That's my point. That was Brandon, my point. Great rookie season, and all of a sudden, what it was. So, was it injuries? Was it him being overhyped? Was it him not, you know, knowing there's there was a lot of expectations on Brandon Ayuk. Everybody and their mom was was hyping this man. Up yeah, and you too. Yep. To go crazy, right? And I think that's what it was. Is he didn't come out and and show that pizzazz, like you said, Smitty. You got to razzle dazzle Kyle Shanahan and give him a reason to play you. If Danny Gray does that, yeah, he's going to get his opportunities, but he's got to be consistent. If he goes out. Wide open pass because he's going to beat a lot of these DBs. He's going to be open. You got to catch the ball. That's the one thing. That's the one thing. Is the hands. And that's why he slipped a little bit probably in the draft. But if you can go out 70-yard catch and the because that's a lot of pressure to catch those and reel them in and make those plays, yeah, his stock is going to go up. Shanahan's going to love him. But it is a lot of pressure because there was a lot of pressure in IU last year. And I think once he slowed it down, he, he kind of found his game and he was blocking and doing the things he needed to do. One thing Danny Gray said this weekend was, you know, in their interview, he says, no block, no rock. So he no already block, no rock. He's buying into the to the philosophy. He knows in order to get those opportunities, those big bombs, ain't gonna throw it to him every game. He's a rookie. He has to do you know what he has to do as a rookie. He has to, you know, sacrifice himself, block, you know, go out there and, and do those little things to make sure that Shinahan knows, okay, this guy, he wants it. Let me give him the opportunities. And when he gets those opportunities, he's gotta make the most of it. Because they got a lot of Mouse defeat. Kittle wants the ball. Debo wants the ball. Ayuk wants the ball. Mitchell wants the ball. Everybody wants the ball. So you got to show why you can get the ball. Just because he's got the speed doesn't mean he's just going to always get the ball. I love the kid. I'm excited about him. But he is a rookie. 
you got to kind of shoulder, push back a little expectations. I'm excited for the four three speed. Are you kidding four, three, me? Three, three. Oh, they can get hurt quick if they're they're running too hard. And these DBs, they know how to stop, and they're gonna put they're gonna be putting. They're gonna try to jam them. They're going to come at them. Yeah. And give them the hit. He's he's, he's gonna, gonna be. He's yeah. gonna be in the slot sometimes, like moved all over the field. It's gonna be hard for for DBs to even really worry about him. Like I, I think that's gonna be the the nice part about his role is he's coming in, and even if you even if he has a big game, like you can't focus on him. You got to go into the next game and be like, okay, exactly. You better uh, focus on Debo, George Kittle, yeah, those players that'll <laughs> do well. That's why I said. That's why I said. Like I wouldn't expect him to be covered a certain way as a rookie. Now, if he put five or six games together consistently, mm-hmm. now your defensive coordinator's got to be like, all right, man, let's yeah, figure out it. who this Danny Gray. Is. And I think that's why Kyle and the and the Niners they drafted this guy. Like they were like, you know what? We need another chess piece. We need yeah. another piece that's gonna make. Finally, I feel like the 49ers understand chess. They got another piece yeah. that somebody else got to cover. And so when you look at your team. Y'all got speed out there. Who's your second quarter um cornerback? Not um Byron Murphy, but the other guy. He's four three seven. Yeah, you got some speed. And and you know, that's the thing. Like who, Marco Wilson? Wilson from the Cardinals, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got speed. Yeah, yeah that's what they do is stay and stick with him as speed. But you know, as much as we think they're gonna use him as a deep play, you gotta remember he can run those little run, he can run well deep. that's yeah, yeah, the Niners predicate their whole offense on yak and running the ball. So if you come in, get those little dump off plays, take a five yard play, make it 60 yards. That's even nice. better. Ray I Ray can see him catching five yard slants, bro. And the crazy thing is, this is what I love about what the 49ers have done. Right. So they addressed free agency and then they went out and drafted players just like the free agents. They signed. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ray Ray McLeod, Danny yeah. Gray. Like the same, the only thing Ray Ray do is fumble. Danny Gray doesn't have that issue. He didn't have it in college. Hey, like, Dan, you know Danny, Gray, Danny Gray steps up under pressure. Like, look look at his first interview, knocked that out of the park. It's like, you right. know, no, blo- no block, no block, no rock. No block, no rock. That's the first thing he said. Out of they nowhere. Yeah. We got to tell the no block, no rock merch. I mean, out of nowhere. That was his first interview. He knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like, you know, this kid, this kid's great. I'm telling you, he's great. Yeah. Um, Trey, what did we talk about, Trey? Yeah, we could def- definitely. Let's get this, this Super Chat contribution out of the way. Uh, shout out to Sid Brown. What's going on, fam, fam? He Thank says, you, Sid. Okay. Sid, love Gray. But yes. IU's will be better this year because route running in Kyle's system gets you open more consistently than speed. Love you, fam. We love you, too. Thank Appreciate you for the contribution. I, 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 do you guys agree with that? I, I think he's right, but I don't think that gives you more love in Kyle's system. I don't think Kyle's ever had a speed guy. He tried to do he, what he tried to do was Travis Benjamin last year was supposed to be the speed guy, and he just old ass just couldn't beat coverage. Or Jimmy couldn't throw the ball down the field. Remember that one play? What game was that? And it was an interception, and Benjamin didn't come back for the ball, but he thought the ball was going to be over. You know, thrown a little bit further. <laughs> he was running down the field. He had the guy beating everything. Oh, that was um. Remember that? Am I making this up? Yeah, no. It's, no, you're um, not making it up. No, that happened. It happened a lot. And it, the, the <laughs> touchdown. Like, if Debo didn't make that adjustment, that's a bad, that's garbage play, you know? But yeah. Debo saved the day and, and made the adjustment. And then yeah. Yak ability. But, but I, you know, I will say as far as, as route running, especially in Kyle's system where uh, it, it's really – precise mm-hmm. you know if he has to throw that five yard screen it has the ball has to be placed at a certain, a certain spot, spot 
and the mm-hmm. wide receiver has to be at the proper depth. So yeah. every play, it may not always be 10, it may be seven. It may be eight. It may be mm-hmm. six, depending on down the distance, depending on where we're at in the field. For sure. So if, if you're not paying attention to those small details and running the route precisely how Kyle wants it, you you probably not are not going to get that love because it, you've heard Kyle say it. Run the play how I how I call it. If you run the play how I call it, it'll mm-hmm. work every single time. Yeah. Every yeah. single yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if he can he can be disciplined with that. So far, I mean, he looks very disciplined, looks very smooth, very very precise in practice and like there's nobody mm-hmm. out there that looks like smoother than him. So I, I think it probably carries over. Look, I, again, I want to say one thing on this. My, though, Smith. So, you know, yeah. but at the end he says, and I agree to an extent that route running and Kyle Shanahan can get you open, whatever, but Kyle Shanahan likes to, you know, he, he schemes people open. Like it's, it's, yep. the way he does it exactly. Up Motions. With motion and all mm-hmm. that stuff. gets yep. people in position to get open. But one thing he said at the end was, um, it more than speed, but really, Kyle Shanahan's offense is predicated on speed mismatches. Like they get these fa- fast guys. Like you got Elijah Mitchell, right? And you had Raheem Mostert. Like he was pure speed. That's what he's been missing. Like we said, Danny Gray is that speedy guy that he hasn't had. They tried it, like you said, Travis Benjamin. I don't know if it was Marquise Goodwin. Did a Marquise Goodwin? That's what I was getting at. That man was all speed, no hands. You know that was the problem. They could throw it to him, but he couldn't catch it half the time. You know, and then. You know, there's a few times where C.J. Beathard, man, as much as you want to talk he about get that, that boy down the field, dog. But had a cannon. That man could throw the ball. <laughs> and I mean, there were some times I'm watching him. I mean, he threw some darts to Marquise, and I'm just like, man, yeah, consistently like, in this offense. Good night, Sally. And that's what I think Danny Gray's gonna bring. And and I think you can bring that too because he's a good stretch the field receiver. He did that a lot in Arizona State. So. I think speed plays a big part in college Shanahan. It's not just route running. And that's why I think Debo was good because this guy was just a speed demon. Once he got the ball in his hands, nobody caught He was speed, five cloud, five yards and a cloud of dust after he got that ball in his hands. So speed plays a big, you know, role in college Shanahan's system. So three things uh, real quickly. One, and I hate to bring this up. This is not a very gentle topic, but you guys have been known to get hurt. Okay. So number one, Ayuk and Debo, especially the amount of running Debo did last year, it's not out of the realm of possibility that, that Gray is playing by necessity, too, at some point. But I do think that Gray is going to outshine any moment he's given an opportunity. And like like Ross said, the speed factor is going to, I think, be attractive to, to Kyle. And I'm banking on that Gray is going to pick things up very quickly and be very, very smooth and fluid like he is. He's just he's very, very fast at picking up things. Um, yeah. Number two. I would say that uh, you also have. Um, I was gonna. Oh, uh, I'll come back to it. I had another. I had another point, but but I I think uh, I think I think Gray's gonna find the field at some point. It may, maybe it's not right away. Maybe it's not week one, week two, week three. But I think he's the kind of guy that can be ultra efficient and productive. And so at the at the end of the day, it's like you know, could could Ayuk outscore him? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's it's it's definitely a a, a bold prediction, but. I think that by the end of the season, we might be looking at him being the number two wide receiver. That's just my Ooh, my guess on it. Uh, you but, yeah, I, I know. I know it sounds. I know it sounds crazy at, at at the moment, but I just I see him as a. I, I like Ayuk a lot, but I see this kid as just an absolute weapon. And and one thing I think that if the Niners do this, I've said this on Rogers' show a lot. If the Niners step back from using Debo as wide back and use all three of them as wide back equally defenses won't know what's coming 
no, no. Um, you can interchange oh. them if one gets hurt, well, and they all terrified. do different wide back yeah. type of things. Like you don't want Debo up the gut anymore in the A and B gap. You want you want this wide back stuff from the, outside, the outside where where you get I hit like by D backs. Like Debo catching a two yard behind the line of scrimmage pass and taking it seventy yards is counted as a rush. But this is where I go back to arguing that Debo's the best wide receiver on the team because that's not wide back stuff. It's just on the stat sheet, it shows up as a run. But really, he was a wide receiver the entire time. The he whole just time. caught the ball right behind the line of scrimmage. So I, I think that if you utilize all three of them that way, if if Shanahan's smart and Debo goes down because he's been used so much over the last year, now you don't have to change your offense because you got IU playing wide back, you have Gray playing wide back, and I just think that it would be unstoppable if all three of these guys were used equally in that. In that, in that. And I think you're missing a, you, you, like you keep forgetting about Ray Ray McLeod. Like he's making this team, whether he's the fifth, sixth wide receiver on the yeah. depth chart, he's making the team mainly because you, what you just said, Smitty, he needs to be able to do the same things as the other guys can do to keep the defenses. You know what I'm saying? Off they, off they rockers, bro. So yeah. I think Ray Ray makes the team. He's not going to be probably super productive. He's probably going to play that Muhammad Sanu veteran type of a role, but listen, Ray Ray trying to get his too. Like, yeah. like that kid wants to prove to the world that he deserves a contract. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's not Mr. Fumbleitis, and yeah. he can be back there and rush out of the backfield. All I know is we're going to see some hella end arounds from wow. different wide receivers. That's all yeah. I know. I also think Price, uh, Davis Price is going to start a handful of games, too, at some point, just because this running back room gets so injured so mm-hmm. quick. Absolutely. Uh, wouldn't shock me if he started six games. I, I, I think I, I think that that isn't crazy. And not to mention, I know everyone loves Eli Mitchell, and I do, too. I love him, but but Price is a different kind of running back, and I think if he gets hot, it you know Mitchell was committed to because there was injuries. Like I, I I think that Shanahan still will roll hot hand, and Price could be so good between the tackles, and if you got all the speed on the outside and Gray and all these end arounds and jet sweeps and such with all three of these wide receivers, um, I think Price is going to be a really good fit. I'm not saying Mitchell won't slide into the Mostert role, you mm-hmm. know, where he's getting six to 12 carries a game. But this, this with Trey under center, this can be well over 34, 35 rush, rushing attempts in total. They, they, it might be close to 40. They might be yeah, trying to push that insane. number. Mm-hmm. Uh, fair, fair is the coach of the nitty gritty family. So I, I want to know from, from his perspective, right? How are we going to utilize these running backs? And and then who do you see as one, two, three? Because that, that, that's probably what's going to be suited up every game, plus a juice, right? Yeah, I, of course, of course. But I think Elijah's the proven one on the roster right now, right? So that's who I believe is going to see the lion's share of the carries to start off. Um, we really have to worry, and I'm not worried, but see what Trey's looking like, not not Lance. We need to see what that look that's looking we like. Totally There's a lot of draft capital there. Right? There's a lot of draft capital there, man, and the Niners just aren't going to just let that go to waste. We're, we're, he's been working out with a lot of the prominent pe- pieces on the offense, so it's only right that he gets a, a shot as well. But, you know, it's going to be tough to get that, keep that rookie off the field, man. He looks like he, he's built a little different. And, yeah, he's built like a running back. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough to keep him off the field for sure. I like him. He's a big bruiser. Yes. And, and- 
he got a pretty running back number two, number thirty-two. Number boy. thirty-two, yeah. like, bro. Of course, like a running back, man. I we love it. Right. Talk about who was number thirty-two because yeah. I want to bring up no bad, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's a that's a solid number. Like, and, and you know, shout out to all the rookies; they got their numbers. The cool thing is, how many of you think their numbers stay the same once the season starts? Nah, I know most numbers, of you, but. I think a few of them do change. I yeah. don't like 86 for Danny Gray. I, 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 no, I don't like that. I, who was 86 for the Niners? Ty Streets? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Wasn't yeah, it uh, River Craycraft most recently? Craycraft Craig 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 was 86. Uh-huh. Get burned that shit. Ain't no 86. Like <laughs> right. Where the eight, let him be. If he makes it to become the guy we think he could be, then shit, 86 could be a dope number. Like everybody nowadays is Yo, rocking. The- isn't that a saying, 86 in you? What does that mean? Yeah, but we could use that to our advantage. Like Dead. he's gonna eighty six the. That's what you know, I'm saying. You gonna eighty six secondary baby? Let's go. Yeah, eighty six. Okay, I can dig it. Eighty six. I can dig it now. Yeah, I can yeah. dig it. Give There's me a lot of good. word play up in that joint. I could dig it. I mean, he was he was he was five in college, and we know he's not getting five. He ain't taking he not five. Getting five dogs. <laughs> he's not getting, he not getting five, <laughs> and he not and he's not he's he's not getting the numbers that he could get. He's not getting five. Yeah. He's not getting fifteen unless he paid Jawan Jennings. And he's not getting 85 from Kittle. So that's yeah, probably he why he went 86. 86 it is. We're going to look at that. Let's look at those numbers after we get to these Super Chat contributions, all right? Shout out Super Chat. Thank you very much, Taryn. There will be less injuries to our skill positions because there won't be many hospital balls over the middle. Amen to nice. that. Trey will spread things around. Amen. Right. Damn, Damn. hospital balls. He's swinging like... for the fence. Yikes. Amen to that. <laughs> Kittle I mean, loves those hospital balls for some reason. I don't know why. I still don't know how Kittle got up from that last hospital ball. Yeah. I don't either. I don't. I it was don't. like he was just broken in two. Like, I thought he was literally going to be pieces of Kittle laying all it over the floor. Like, we were yo, just going to have to he bent all go the out there and on that him he said, he, he said it was Pilates, right? I tried Pilates right? and I quit. So... Um, but he said it was Pilates, man. Like that's yeah, like that's that's crazy, Taryn. Thank you for the contribution, man. Uh, that makes sense. All right, 49ers underscore throwback with the contribution. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh have um I want to know your guys' opinion, which UDFA makes the team Great question. Leon O'Neill, Donovan West, Nick. Yeah. All right. He wasn't a It's a Kel. He spelled it wrong. But I, can, I can predict what Raj is going to say. You I talk. think Price will be a star running back. Uh, Raj, you're going to say O'Neal, I'm sure, right? That's my boy, man. I saw. So, I, I think he has a chance because safety is definitely a battle. I don't know if he makes the final roster, but I think he at least makes the practice squad, and I think that's a good start because they got a lot of players that develop from the practice squad and, and develop their way up. You know, Emmanuel Mosley, these uh, mm. These are undrafted players that have, you know, cracked the roster and been pretty solid. Kendrick Bourne in the past. So they got guys that could do it. I think O'Neal Jr., that's my boy. We were live with him a couple weeks ago. And this man's mentality is just he wants to go out there and prove everybody wrong. Playing with the chip on his shoulder. He even tweeted that yesterday. Like, he says all the right things. He wants to impress the coaches. The other guy, though, Donovan West. This guy, I don't know how the hell he dropped in the draft. But I'm glad his center is in a position where we may have some turnover. We don't know if Alex Mack's coming or going. Probably say maybe um, if he doesn't, this guy Donovan West could be a starting potential center. I think he can make the roster. I do like Nick Zakel, and he could probably play center or guard. The guy, I know he wasn't undrafted, but I like the Zakel pick. This guy reminds me of Alex Mack. He's a brainiac, smart. Like this guy's mm-hmm. talking about like sports analysis, and he's just 
I, I like the guy. So if he doesn't go and move into that center role, I think Donovan West is a guy that they can bring in and transition to a center. And they paid him for an undrafted rookie to get a hundred a hundred thousand dollar guarantee. Crazy. That's saying that they like yeah, he, him. They're they're gonna keep him. Yeah, one hundred percent. And Nick Zakil was drafted. He was a sixth yeah. round pick. So yeah. he was drafted yeah. out of Fordham, right over here, in New York. New York. Um, I like the O'Neal pick. I think O'Neal. I I I think he beats out Tavarius more. But wow. what do I know? Ooh. He looks good. He looks good. He does. He looks good. But Tavarius more, if he can get, he has leg, the speed. That is a big injury. So it's not crazy to say that, Wayne. But it is going to be a battle because I think they liked Tavarius last year as starting potential. I, mean, I hear you. So. I hear you. I just I just feel like um. You know how some some people just have a knack for the football. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like that's what he brings. So he lack he lacks speed, but he doesn't lack the knack for football. And sometimes you just want those guys. It's almost like you know how we kind of like compare a little bit like Talano Hufanga to Troy Polamalu. They just kind of just have their nose around the ball. They they like Polamalu was great, but he wasn't like the greatest safety because he didn't really always play safety. He just played wherever the fuck you wanted. Like he just lined up and said, "I'm going to get the football." I feel like that's kind of like what you kind of get from a Leon uh, O'Neill Jr. Man, like that kid just knows where the football is going to be, and that's why he's always able to be in the position to make a play. And I'm, I just, I just feel like that's what we need. We need playmakers on the defense. Yo, I'm, I'm cool. We getting sacks, but I would like a pick six other than mm-hmm. Jimmy Ward or, or you know, like you know what I'm saying. Like just get us somebody out there. Yeah, man. Like it's unfortunate. I mean, I, I, I do know. You know, if you throw Leon O'Neill Jr. the ball, he's not going to drop it. That's half the battle. That it. Oh man, he already making one ahead of catches. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. That's we're half, just having a conversation, that's right? Half the battle. Wayne, you know that's cold blooded, but you're right. No, no, no. Listen, no disrespect to the to the to the to the man. No, just, no, no. Just like you said, all disrespect. <laughs> oh, yeah, all disrespect. No, keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. We love it. Energy's there, but I it's just it's just weird, man. Like, what about you, fear? What about you, PG? I want to talk about them undrafted guys. Them undrafted guys, Jason Pro. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, good. Talk about him. You got it. You got it. I I, I, I love him. Go ahead, man. Looks, man, he looks like a monster, bro. (laughs) And he's so like different. Like he can play a bunch of different positions. Mm-hmm. I know he's coming in as an offensive lineman, but imagine him in the backfield, lead blocking. Imagine him at tight end. Like, like you it. could kind of interchange him and put him at a bunch of different spots to help. It, it, it it's a such a Shanahan guy. Yeah, he's I such agree. a Shanahan guy. I agree. They, the number one thing I like about Jason Poe is the way he talks. The, yeah, the no kid fact. is confident as a mug. Like he's just uh, uber Smart confident. Too. Very, that's what uh, I mean. Very smart, very smart, very confident. Not cocky, but very confident. They asked him about playing defense. Yeah, that kid said, "Yo, if that's what they want me to go." They want me to, they want me to switch the <laughs> defensive line. Yo, oh, can bro. you imagine Poe on the defensive line with that motor he got, bro? No, I, I, I can imagine it because, like, honestly, like a lot, a lot of people not gonna believe me. That's cool. I got, I got receipts. He remind me of myself. Cha-ching. Oh my God! I was gonna me say the way you talk, the way you walk. Yes, yeah. that's you. you remind bro. me of myself. 
No, but yeah. real talk. Right. And, and when when I was in college, I played flag football when I was in college too. But there, I played wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Do you play? I, I, other I played. I played both sides, but on offense, I wasn't on offensive line. I played wide receiver, mm-hmm. and people would be out there, and it was like wide receiver him. Oh, put the slowest guy on him, and so my. I, I gotta I gotta invite my my quarterback Bear on because he he tells the story better than I do. But every single time they put their slowest guy on me, Bear would light up, and he would just look at me and give me the head nod, and it would be a, a go ball, and I would burn the dude, catch it for a touchdown, and immediately the next offensive series, that dude who was on me, the slowest guy on the team, he wasn't on me no more. <laughs> he wasn't on me no more. That's, so how, that's but, how you do it. Poet Poe's athleticism because I grew up playing all the positions, yeah, offense and defense. His athleticism and what he's able to do, like when I saw him, his highlight, his highlight didn't start with him on the offensive line. Right, he no. was catching passes catching out the backfield. Back yeah, he was, was ca- awesome. getting handoffs and running through the bags. I'm like, love it. That's a that's a big fullback. I was like, we got a new Jerome Bettison in to see that yeah. he's cross trained in all of these different positions. Mm-hmm. Like we see it all the time. We see. The Bucks bring in Vita Vey to be mm-hmm. to play fullback. Full right? mm-hmm. We've seen offensive linemen be used as a trick play to catch a pass. You don't know what this kid is going to do. You might That's think a trick most. play is coming, but he could be lined up in a in a use check position as a fullback and maybe not go out and catch a pass. Right. Mm-hmm. But maybe because of his speed and his athleticism, he's the lead blocker on the play. Okay, so does you want to go? You want to go? Smell, I, I, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. Damn, it's, it's gonna be tough for him to make the team. Why? I, Why? He's versatile. He he is versatile, it. but we have we have so much depth across. Yeah, the but board. you don't have right. you don't have a unique piece like a Poe. So how right. does he not no, we, take up a spot? We have no, we have we have a lot of unique pieces. I, Kyle Juszczyk is a unique piece. Yeah, yeah but I mean, he's already, a, he's, already he's just your fullback. Like, that's it. You're not going to see him do anything <laughs> else other than line up outside, you know, wide out. He'll line up right, wide out. Primarily yeah. what Poe is going to do, he's going to be called to play offensive line primarily. Yeah. Right. He's not, he's not going to, he's not going to make this team as an offensive weapon. He's going to be on the offensive line. And I think we just have too much depth. We talked about it. You, I, I, it was either yeah, you it's, or it's, 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 We have it's, it's, so it's, many chess pieces now. That okay, he, it's, he, it's he, one he, thing having depth, but we're talking about like good depth, right? So we got we got to break the all. We got to do a whole good show. Depth and unique depth is different. Right. But it that's is. the beautiful thing of having a practice squad. We keep on the yes. practice squad. We got to exactly. I think you can make the practice squad. Making like, the fifth, making yeah. the fifty-three. Mm-hmm. That that might that yeah. might be difficult. Like he's gonna right. have to show up. So so my question is, crazy. Does he make the ninety-man roster? Oh, hundred percent. Bumbo, yeah. And then okay. he's gonna make we got a lot of players. They're going to have about 15 players on the practice squad. He'll be one of them. And then if something happens, injuries, or he keeps shining in the practice squad, they're like, we got to pull this motherfucker. You got to pull him right. up. You're right. right. He right. has a skill set. And, and But the thing is, he's not completely developed in any one of those Correct. things. Correct. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He has great athleticism. Like, look, man, yeah. he brings wide back to a whole new level. This motherfucker, lineman. D line, O line, tight, uh, tight end, fullback. The boy, mm-hmm. right? Tight end, fullback, <laughs> linebacker. He probably, he probably could play quarterback too, bro. Probably just anything. Yeah, that's what probably I'm thinking. Like, yeah. And he fucking get an intercept like this kid. Right. Is, but in order to master those positions, he needs to be developed and trained. Like if they want him to play guard, then they're gonna have mm-hmm. to sit down and like, hey, here's the, here it is. You know, this is what you need to do because it's great that he has those abilities and he can be brought in for trick plays here and there. But if they're gonna let him. 
utilize his skill set in one position, they got to develop him. And that's, again, mm-hmm. why the beautiful thing of having a great practice squad and development mm-hmm. team is there. And this team has done a beautiful job over the years with developing these players. They keep them back. They develop. They train them. And when they're ready, they'll give them the call up and then they'll make the, you know, the 53 man. You know, again, Aziz, I use that guy a lot as an example because this guy was, he's the prime example. He was solid linebacker in college, FAU, ACL tear, and he slips in the draft. Nobody wanted him. Um, Niner stash him. Shit, we'll bring this guy undrafted. He makes yeah. the practice squad. They develop him. And now we're like, shit, we don't want to lose this guy. He's a vital piece of the office. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Took him right. time developing honing skills. I think Jason Poe makes the practice squad. Cracking the 53 is tough because you have the best 53 players. Oh, and yeah. Talent. Absolutely. Honestly. Yeah. It's hard to crack those. The best 53 make it. And I'm not saying Poe's not one of the best, but it's going to take him time to make that 53. And I mm-hmm. like it. I think he'll make the practice squad. Got you. So I have one that is basically like one that I have been actually watching pretty close, and that's Jeremiah Gimmel. I know that we are set at linebacker. I get it because we got Aziz, we got uh, Fred, we got Dre. I get it, but we're not him, we're not set at all, though, Peachy. So well, I'm just saying, great, you know, what, we have three pick, linebackers actually. that we know are going to be here. But my whole thing is, is that that Gimmel man, I was watching his stuff from NC, like he's. <laughs> That dude is so, really good. I love this. I love that you picked him. Yeah. But let me explain to you that. what I'm trying to say so you can understand where I'm coming from. Okay. So when I say we're not set at linebacker, yeah. I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about gotcha. tomorrow. I'm talking gotcha. about next season. Yeah. yeah. So Dre Greenlaw and Aziz Alshire are unrestricted free agents. That's right. That's I guarantee right. you them dudes going to be out just like DJ Jones, yeah. just like Lake and Tomlinson. Why? At least one. Well, yeah. because teams, what I'm saying is teams are going to offer them money. Mm-hmm. And we're going to offer them money too, but teams are going to offer money, money. Yeah. So we can't even knock it if they outplay their contract. Right. We want our players to do, we want them exactly. to come back here. Absolutely. So the Gamel pick, there's an, and, and there's another linebacker. Uh, David Lombardi was talking about him today on his uh, page and on his uh, podcast, on his show. Yeah, I can't uh, remember who that is. I just that? know that this Gimmel, um, Gamel, or however you say his name, is is fast and, and fast? you know the 49ers like the speed like they like you know the fast moving linebackers that can you know get around all over the field and things like that mm-hmm. i like this dude i think that he will make this this 90 um this um 90 man roster yeah, i think that he will and he's gonna come out there and he's gonna give it all because they talk about how competitive he is and you know, how high-spirited he is. So he's going to give his all whenever he's out there. So we'll see what happens. I'm, but I'm I glad you, you brought that up because here's the line. Here's a linebacker that I'm talking about. So he's not this fast. So I could tell you right now, Gamel and this kid right here are going to be battling <laughs> it out yes. all right, for that 90-man spot to yeah. be on this practice squad. S- uh, Sagan Alubi. God, that's right. fast. A four-four-five. Yeah. Um... So wow. he's probably more of that linebacker. You could probably put him in that hybrid role. Um, that's that speed 
But Dang. these guys are developmental <laughs> pieces that the 49ers can take chances on. So right. that that way their contracts aren't going to be dirt cheap over the next several mm-hmm. years because they went undrafted. So I'm starting yeah. to understand this draft and undrafted stuff, right? It has its, has its perks and, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why they don't spend certain picks on certain yeah. positions to save money to pay other players. We got to pay Debo. We got to pay Bosa. We got to pay some guys, and so let's go get and get some guys that they can develop. Right. I like the Gamel pick. Uh, I think he got injured in college, and I he think is. that's why he went undrafted. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, but they said in college he is the smartest dude on the field. I don't think Miko is going to be able to get his hands on him and get something out of him because I really just like him. Like I was watching some of his stuff from NC, and he's um, really, really impressive. Good pick. Go watch him. Yep. Good, 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 good pick. Good, solid pick. Good, solid pick. Look, the 49ers have a lot of talent, uh, whether they're undrafted guys, whether they were the guys that they were drafted. Who are you most excited to see out of the drafted picks? And I know I know, Smitty is a low-key 49ers fan, so I'm dying to know <laughs> who, who his favorites out of the drafted picks are this season. So let's start with Smitty, the, the, the 49ers Cardinals fan. Yeah, and I I might have to jump a little early, so I apologize if this is the last uh, segment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say, I mean, it, it's tough. I, I mean, Gray, great. I mean, I think I've already hyped him up so much. How could he not be? You know, mm-hmm. um, but but I think I think Davis Price is a really good fit. I think most people had a weird reaction to it, and there's good reason for it. It was very early. It, it felt very unnecessary at the time. Um, and I remember my other point about Danny Gray that I forgot is that he high draft capital for a wide receiver. Yeah. And it was before there were a lot of other needs that needed to be addressed. Mm-hmm. That I think a lot of people were upset about the wide receiver pick <laughs> oh, initially yeah. too. Um, so that to me shows me that that Shanahan really wanted him specifically. And that's why I think Danny Gray will find the field sooner than people think if he does all the things right. Now I could be wrong. Danny Gray could drop the ball, get in the doghouse. That's very, very you know, easy to do. Um, but, but I think that his draft capital speaks volumes as to um, how likely he could see the field, but, but yeah, Danny Gray by a mile. Um, I, I like price a lot. I think that because I mean, seven running backs last year, you guys had, and literally Mitchell was like the only healthy running backs. Why Debo was running wow. so much up the gut. So mm-hmm. Mitchell Davis price is going to play. Um, it's just a matter of how many games, not if. So I, I love both of those. I'm kind of an offensive guy. Like I've got my defensive, you know, um, uh, hyped up players. Like I love Sauce Gardner. He was my favorite top ten pick. I think teams oh, should yeah, have wrapped awesome. it up to get him or traded up to get him. I think people are going to regret that, uh, not not snagging this kid. Um, so I love defensive guys too, but but I'm I'm more of an offensive guy than anything. So I definitely gravitate toward the offensive players. But yeah, great great by far. Smitty, listen, man, thank you for joining the show. I truly appreciate you, you lending us some of your time. Let everybody know where they can follow you. I'll put your name tag up there so that they can see it. But go ahead and tell Yeah, I uh, appreciate that. Yeah, smitty1.com is where you can get kind of all my links in one place. But uh, YouTube, you, that's my, my main home, youtube.com slash uh, the fantasy football show. So pretty easy to find me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I need to have, uh, I want to have you on Breezy. I would, wouldn't mind you guys can all jump on sometime soon. Um, Raj, you used to jump on a, every Saturday night. We got to get you back on too. But Breezy and, and you should both come on on a on a Saturday or a Friday night. We got to we got to we got to chop it up. But, your show uh, is super animated, bro. Like yeah, your show it's should be on TV. Hey Smitty, I have one question for you. So, yeah. um, because I also dabble a lot with like the NFL. 
What do you think of what Drew Brees said? Do you think that Drew Brees is going to come back to the NFL like Tom Brady did? No. Uh, I mean, he, he had some shoulder issues and had the surgery. And, exactly. And he, was kinda, he, he wasn't able yes. to get the football down the field anymore. So if, if he mm -hmm. were to, like, come back, which I don't think he's going to, was just he said it in quote-unquote. Exactly. <laughs> um, it would be a disaster of a comeback for him. So right. I think that would be a mistake. But because uh, he didn't leave, you know, he left like, oh, God, maybe it's time to go. You know, exactly. that's kind of how Breeze yeah. exited. But may right. maybe he has some kind of stem cell therapy, you know, treatment or something. <laughs> and something changes, but I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I mean, um, he can always come back as the ball boy. He could. <laughs> he could. <laughs> it, was, he could. it was so crazy, like, in his tweet, like, when he put that out there. And he's like, oh, you know, football's not out of the question. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's a lot of elaborate things in that tweet. I think coming back was one of the elaborate things, just mm -hmm. like, you know, he'd said a couple Absolutely. of weird. So people ran with it. But yeah, no, I don't think he's I think we have some breaking news between now and then, but I don't think it'll be or between now and, and the start of the season, like monster right. news. But I don't think that's it. <laughs> Uh, Deshaun Watson news should be coming down here in the oh, next year. Yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna yeah, be light the world right on fire. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that's my favorite. Like, I have a fantasy show, but I cover the NFL, and like, I have the most fun talking about NFL news and breaking news and stuff. So, like, yeah. that's the stuff that I love. But, but the, the Deshaun Watson, I'm sure I'm going to be doing a bunch of emergency live streams on that topic. But, oh the, yeah, it, it, we don't know. Will the NFL suspend him? I kind of have a weird feeling that the NFL may say because they're coming out with the decision it may be right. that we are going to not do anything until the situation works itself probably out probably so not going to until his 22 cases are heard yeah so they might court. they might they could suspend him like a, a part one like here's six to eight games we don't know if they're looking at a time serve because right. the guy was out for the entire season last year mm -hmm. the Texans kind of handled that in-house but yeah. we don't really know what they're looking at but it's possible that they say we're going to wait until the final mm -hmm. decisions made in, in the it, civil side yep. and then make our determination. So this thing gets pushed and therefore yeah. he, he could play 2022, but there's still a very strong chance that he misses six to eight games. I mean, it could be big. It, it all comes down to money. And a lot of people think, exactly. Oh, he's going to play because the NFL makes money with him on the field. But if sponsors and advertisers mm -hmm. pull from, from the NFL, and that's what happened as soon. And, and I know everybody's innocent until proven guilty, but it doesn't mm -hmm. work that way in the NFL. Thank God it works that way in our courtrooms. But right. in the NFL, he lost beats by Dre and Nike <sighs> yep. once the news broke. So he sponsors did. are very, very, they're sensitive to yeah. it based on what the consumers are going to say. So exactly. it's all just triggered by other things. So yeah. people say, oh, Deshaun Watson is going to play because the NFL needs the money. The NFL mm -hmm. might lose more money if he goes onto the field. So we got to see how sponsors and all that. Yeah react and 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 so we should hear something soon um, it's um it's also you know where like his contract is set up to protect him this year yeah so what a lot of people are hoping because i've been reading a lot of twitter about this and a lot of people are hoping that they're not going to get him until next year because that's when his big money kicks in this year They've got him like, you know yeah, even though the team this year i'm exaggerating but like on, on a dollar this year and then next year is when his big money kicks in. So yeah, his contract. So he right. gets, yeah, he gets paid. Um, it's crazy. Um, yeah. 2020, uh, 2022, it's 1 million. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to 46 million, 46, yes, exactly. million, 46 million, 46 million. Right. He'll be playing. Part of that is part of that structuring though. It's not mm -hmm. so much to 
what 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 what's critical is the verbiage in the contract like right. not so much the even if it was 40 million if the contract says you're convicted of this then we get our money or whatever so i think that's the more important part some of that is the structuring and to be able to afford them right. uh but yeah some of that also might be you know okay if of course because they right. were expecting him to because um apparently right. what happened is a um a clash that they had with atlanta was that because i think that um Deshaun wanted to go somewhere where, you know, they would be able to work with him on that, you know, expecting the NFL to do something because of the, you know, um, that what they normally do. Yeah. Um, and um, I think that's what he was expecting. And I think Atlanta wasn't willing to do that. That's probably what it was. Like Atlanta was wanting to kind of spread that out a little bit differently. And I think that's why he chose the Browns because the Browns were willing to just do like whatever he wanted to do, like with that million. This yeah. Year, and then the big money next year. He also get, but he here's here's the other thing I think a lot of people don't for more money. But the other thing a lot of people don't I think see on the contract is that he got a signing bonus of forty four million or forty five million. So technically, his forty six million he's getting in twenty twenty two exactly forty six million next year. Forty so he actually is getting it's forty four forty four point nine million and then one million salary. So that's essentially it's essentially forty six million this year too. But yeah, it's it's the contract. But, but stuff the NFL is crazy. can't touch anything but his base pay, right? His base pay, as far as the cap, isn't it like a million and something, and that's it? It depends on how the contract I think is written. Gotcha. I think it'd be okay. smarter people than than me would have to break that down. Contracts are gotcha. are, are are definitely a, a lawyer's um, domain, but um, okay. it's a mess. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but certainly I think the Browns took a huge risk and they almost changed the landscape. They still may have um, for, for contracts moving forward because guaranteed money, the fully guaranteed, right. You can't Mm -hmm. be making this the NBA. I mean, I know it's good for the players, but 230 million guaranteed. Like we're talking Raj and I were talking all off season about what that does for Debo. And, and Mm -hmm. it's almost like a blessing in disguise that, that AJ Brown signed this very reasonable, $59 $59 million deal for four years because now yeah. Debo's got a baseline and he can't really go outside that. So Debo's going to get signed. I 100% think Debo's going to get signed. It's just a matter oh, of yeah. when. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But appreciate you guys. Raj, I'll see you later, pal. Um, all right, nice to, to meet all you guys and let's do this Thank again you, soon. Yes, sir. Sorry, I got a bail. No, no Take problem, care. man. Appreciate you, bro. Later, Raj. Peace. Take care, my man. That's the that's the one, Smitty man. Always, uh, always a good guy to talk to, man. Oh, yeah. but yeah, low key, he's low a key Niner fan. That the way you started to show off with that was, was priceless, yo. We got to read through these contributions, Raj, and then we're gonna break down the NFC West, man, and how we fit with the schedule and things, and we'll get on up out of here, man. All right, we're not gonna keep you long. We know you got things to do as well, so let's get through these contributions real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give the fog horn for all of y'all one time. Let's go. Let's run them. Sean Shepard, thanks for the super chat. Remember y'all Lakers, Lake of Fire, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it's funny because you read the last one. He, I felt like he didn't know what we were talking about, but he must have oh, went back gotcha. and watched the show. And yeah. he knows exactly. Yeah, yeah, Lake of Fire. Yep, yep. Oh, Lord. Super chat, thank you, Sean. What did I miss? Do y'all think Brick has a worse arm than Mullet? Did Mullen still had the best bounce pass in history? What about the running back from Georgia? Be blessed, fam. Warriors. Ha ha, Peachy. <laughs> What's the running back from Georgia named Jordan? Uh, what is his name? 
can't remember. They said that he looked he looked good in practice, man. You know, so Jordan Mason from Georgia Jordan Tech. Mason from Georgia right. Tech. Yeah, yep. they said he, they said he could possibly be what a third down back, third down yeah, specialist back for the Forty Yeah, mm-hmm. like It'd I said, tasty. Yeah, so, look, there are ways to make this team, and it's just to be better than somebody else. And that's that's and it. Right. That's all he has to do is go out there and show that he can do it. I tell you what, though. If the 49ers, man, they they just they know how to work these deals, man. Mm-hmm. They got Hasty on the low, they got Jeff Wilson on the low, yep. right? And for some reason, I don't think Hasty goes anywhere. Why? Because I feel like Kyle Shanahan, here's what Kyle Shanahan loves Jamichael Hasty. Let me tell you why. You know how many times he fumbled in the game and still was able to get the rock in the same damn game? Usually when you fumble, Matt Breeder, your ass go to the house. Whose house? Kyle's house. Jamichael Hasty never, ever went to the Kyle's house. He went to the injury list. That was about it. So I don't know. He can't go to the house. That's why. I think. (laughs) (laughs) They had a lot of injuries. So it was like Smitty said with Elijah, like some of these guys – had to play because of necessity. It's like we didn't have nobody on or like yeah. the point in the oh. season where it was signing somebody to play running back every week. Like I'm breaking news. The Niners signed someone so like what the hell are they signing? Yeah. It was like a different running back every week. They'd be on practice squad. Then they cut him the next week. It was like, come on man. So he's stuck on the roster, but I guarantee you this man's not making that roster. Oh my God. I got a lot to say about Michael to Michael Hasty. I'm not gonna say too much. <laughs> But save it for your show because I can't wait to jump true. on that joint, yo. <laughs> Shout out Super Chat. Wow. Um, thank you, Master Sith 40. Sitting next to old candlestick. Cheers from SF. Oh, I miss candlestick so bad. That was our magic, man. That's only been there once. We're a magic only game I ever, yeah, ever. Every time I drive past, I'd like cry. I'm like, oh man, wow. I only been there so once, bad. man. Once pick it a stick. It's the only game that mattered. And then so good. We didn't end up winning that Super Bowl. Shout out Super Chat from Romelia Sports, a report that we have mad respect for. Props Breezy and crew. I have Trey struggling and Niners not in playoffs. Nine, eight, seven, ten questions. Mac retiring. McGlinchy too light. Quarterback to Sudfeld or Jimmy. Look at my man trying to get the scout report on the 49ers. I, yeah. I like that. Already trying to send it back oh. to the Rams so they so, know they're they going to need it, ain't they? His next show, I'm jumping in there. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to hit him with all the scout report questions, mm-hmm. too. All right. Uh, let, let's start with this. I have Trey struggling. Anybody? I mean, no comment. <laughs> I just yes, want struggling. Again. struggling how, man? Yeah, define yes, struggling. Again. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say calling out the gate today kind of kind of shocked me because Colin had 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 been, you know, had the Niners up in his rankings and stuff and he was good. He doesn't think we're going to make the playoffs because we have a horrible scratch where we pay play a lot of AFC West games back to back. He is not feeling that. He thinks that the 49ers are going to lose every single AFC West game. So they're going to go 0-4 in the right. AFC West. Right, 0-4 against the AFC West. That's what so he basically has. The 49ers he are going to beat that, the Raiders on New right. Year's Day. They're going to beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And, and and San Diego, in my opinion, is a toss-up because it's going to come down to, to who got the ball yeah. at the end. I think Chargers oh, well. are – we lose Chargers. But listen, man, I think Denver Broncos – 
are being drastically overrated. I know they got Ooh. Russell Okay. Got Russ, but guess what, man? It's the fucking Denver Broncos. They're overrated. I'm going to sit here and say they're overrated. He's the coolest, he's the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Yo. First eight weeks, great. And then it's a schedule collapse. Every year, it, he just doesn't have a good second half of the season. They'll probably be in the mix of the playoffs. But listen, Denver, I, I'm going to be hyped to see DJ Jones and Kwan Williams. But you know what? That's not going to be enough. The Niners just don't get enough respect. People are not she like looking That's at our like, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Aziz Alshir, Emmanuel Mosley. We got fucking uh, Charvarius Ward. Like, the defense is going to be insane. Okay, that that's not even half yeah. of them. It's got Absolutely. Ayuk, Mitchell, Trent Williams, the best lineman in the NFL. Like Trey, uh, Trey Lance. Everybody sitting here expecting him to struggle, bro. Jimmy got carried to an NFC Championship game. Why can't they carry Trey in? Run the ball for Ron, and he's going to get better as the season. And he was the number three pick. If he hits his potential, he's not going to hit his full potential this season, of course. Not this season. Both through ups and downs. Of course, this is his first full season. As quarterback, he's going to struggle. Josh Allen struggled when he first was a quarterback. Everybody goes through those struggles. Peyton Manning mm-hmm. struggled, but they became great quarterbacks because they learned from this. But to sit here and say the Niners are not going to win these games is, is preposterous to me because we have talent outside of Trey. Trey Lance is not the only player on this team. There's 53 players on that right. rock, and we got a hell of a team. And I'm telling you, man, this team is going to be so de- – I-, I hope people – have these takes on us and all nine and eight. I know that that's what I'm I saying. Like I'm um, I'm glad that everybody doesn't believe in us because nobody believed that we would make it to the playoffs last year. And they sure the hell didn't believe that we would make it to the NFC championship game. So um therefore, you know, all these people that are saying that the 49ers are not gonna do shit this year, that you know their their schedule's way too hard, they're not gonna do this and that, can just keep that same energy. That's fine because yeah. I have us going eleven and six and I have us making it to the playoffs. I think the NFC is is weak Wide this open. year compared to the AFC. And I I just don't see how it's impossible with the team that we have around us, mm-hmm. around our quarterback, QB one, Trey Lance, yeah. that we're not gonna be able to succeed. Like I I guess I my head's up in the clouds because I literally think that the 49ers are going to do way better than a lot of people think that we're going to do. 11 and 6. That's exactly what I think. That's. Yep, 11 and 6. That's, yeah, that's my record. He is that's my record. There's no great teams at NFC. Like, okay, the Packers, they lost Devontae Adams. You got. You don't play him this year. <laughs> great. Tampa Bay's cool, but the Rams, okay, but they got a hard schedule too. They play all the teams that we do. The Cardinals' schedule is murderer's row. Like, their schedule's even that's harder. That's right. So, yep. I'm telling you, the Saints, they might be cool because they added some weapons here and there, but we really going to sit here and expect Jameis Winston to sit there and win 13 games or something? Come on, man. The Niners have to make the playoffs, wild card at the very least. They'll win 10, 11 games, and Trey Lance is going to get better as the season goes by. And again, the defense is going to be elite. D'Amico Ryans was an elite D.C. on his first year as a D.C. Imagine this year with a better second. This secondary? Is, is insane, man. I'm, I'm excited. I, you know what? Just like you said, keep that same energy. I hope right. everybody picks us to lose every game, man. I have yeah. so. Yep. Well, you mentioned the defensive line, and so I think the defensive line got better too. And mm. So yeah. Uh, and another and, and the thing is, we have 17 defensive linemen, yo. Seventeen. I, there's no way 17 making, but the practice squad about to be thick. Yeah, it's about to be squad. legit. So, the moment the moment one player goes down, 
boom, boom, boom. Here come the yep. same. Like they they have a great depth for rotation this year. And so mm-hmm. I think that's really the strength. They added an anchor out there on the cornerback spot, right? So you already had dogs at the cornerback spot, but they yep. were like, yo, let's go get Javarius Ward. You know, we don't he can lock up, but we really trying to hit up. The 49ers are gonna try to get home. Good luck, whoever is gonna be the quarterback, because they're gonna try to get home. Which leads me to the poll question. Mm-hmm. Okay, getting home. Who's gonna start opposite Nick Bosaraj? Who's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Samson Ebukam? Or is it going to be the rookie, Drake Jackson? And you're forgetting about Kerry Hyder. Like, they, they got some depth on I that I feel line. like they're rotational pieces, but they can be starters. You're right. I think it's, it's Ebicom's t- turn to start. He had a great... Nice with it, the second half of the season. And then you can't remember, forget about Charles Omenu. Omenu. Another, per- another piece. I mean, they got depth on that line. And then you got... Um, Art, well, we're Arms- talking Leo, though. So, like, who, who starts... Who can stand up? You know what I'm saying? They ain't got to have a hand in the dirt. So if y'all don't know what the Leo position is, I know you know what it is. But some of them out there, if y'all don't know what it is, the Leo's at the opposite of the, you know, on the defensive end, they're standing up, looking over the lines. You got three down linemen, one guy standing up. It's what D4 used to play, basically. I think Ebby can, but I think what they want is Drake Jackson to be that guy. Exactly. He develops, and Chris Kusurik molds him. Oh man, it's gonna be nice. But I think Ebby Cam is a guy that's probably in the front runner uh, spot to play that. But man, they got so yeah. talent on that D line; it's absolutely insane. And, and man, I'm I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, defensive coordinator of the year is probably gonna go to D'Amico, and then and then he'll be a head coach somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if he that's improves. Fast. The only reason why he's not a head coach is because he felt like he needed to get better. Yeah. What a, but the waiting is Vic, though, is Vic Fangio, who's been observing, sh- observing. Sh- yep. Don't he has been. He's nobody, been creeping around there. Don't tell nobody else. Vic Fangio <laughs> is observing this year at the 49ers. He's looking at what he was looking like. I was going to be like, hey, Vic, uh, so D'Amico took that. Head coaching job. Oh, say less. We coming down, signing the contract. DC in the building. Big mm-hmm. show for DC. That probably is what's gonna happen. That's crazy because I'm. I, I would be happy for D'Amico. He's gonna get the head coaching job. Like one more year, he's gonna have a dope joint. He's gonna yeah. be crazy, and then after that, he's gonna be off to a team that's gonna be trash, and then <laughs> and then he's gonna be put to work. Right. But I do like the fact that Vic Fangio has been in the building. <laughs> Kali, Breezy hanging around Chapman. He's getting fancy. Oh, snap. It's rubbing off. As long as I don't say the word balls, we are good, yo. We are good. Because y'all don't hold no t- punches, man. Damn, I couldn't say nothing, man. Like, fair, just give me the look. And most like, wait a minute. And Peach is just laughing. See, Raj, you missed the whole beginning of the show, man. We're not even going to take it back there, bro. We're just going to leave it at the beginning. Yeah, but you Don't have a pro, that you have a pro, you have a propensity of saying that. Like that, we're not making you say that. It's <laughs> not that. I, it's not. What's wrong with it? I don't get it. He it's, he. it's how, like like you said, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Amen. Amen. That's he ain't gonna learned. say nothing that's at all. See, he ain't gonna say nothing. That's something we learned as kids. It's not what you say; it's how you said it. And then Smitty comes out, and he completely like was listening to the whole oh, conversation. He, he comes it. out uh, and rubs he, in it. He de- squeezing <laughs> it. You're not gonna say it. He came up here squeezing. That was a squishy one too. That was hilarious. 
shit, man. That's funny. <laughs> Oh, goodness. We got another super, super chat. <laughs> we getting up out of here, y'all. We getting goofy. It's late. I've had fun. Right. Raj, right. you've been amazing. Let's read this contribution. I want to talk about the schedule very quickly, and let's be done, man. Thank you, Brian Gamble, for super chat. Trey will flourish, and with his skill set, it's going to take our offense to a level we have not seen in years. Amen to that. Amen. I got a question for y'all. Why is it so easy to say that Trey Lance would be a bust and Trey Lance won't be a star. Like, I don't get it. Like, why is it so easy to automatically say he's going to be a bust in the NFL? Like, what has he done to show that he was going to be a bust? And so, like, I'm confused. Fair, you think you can do anything to that? I, like, I, like, Small I just... sample size, man. I don't know where, where people are seeing all, like, only the negative of his games that we've seen. Like, did you not see him throw like the 65 yard in the air past the Debo that he easily scored on a touchdown? Um, did you like miss the athletic ability and him already checking plays and like what, why are we only seeing the negatives? That's where my brain is. I don't understand why folks don't see the good stuff that also occurred and not think that he's, he's not going to grow from that weird man i don't know i just feel like people it's a negative fan base sometimes and, and they just see all the negative like, i just don't like you're right like this guy is drafted to be the future of the team support mm-hmm. though he hasn't even really had a chance to show what he can do like, that's what i'm game. saying like and people are writing them up i feel like the media is part of like the media kind of has this bias and they paint this picture of him and you're right the the fact that he doesn't have a lot of experience he's raw he's he's this he's that but we really haven't seen a full season. I I don't know. I I think people just love to be negative, man. That's it. I was talking to someone today, and I said, you know, people always the negative always sticks out to people more than any positive. Like people always mm. remember negative things more than I don't know. And then there's just a lot of bad talk. And then you know, as far as quarterback situation goes, the Niners haven't had a great quarterback in years. You know, Jimmy comes in and they won games, so people attribute him with the winning culture. Oh, Jimmy's the guy. He wins. Look what happened with Beathard. Look what happened with Mullins. Look what happened with Brian Hoyer. Like, those guys weren't winners. So they say, okay, we need Jimmy to win. Like, I think they put that on him because when the other quarterbacks who are supposed to be the face of the team, the more the captain of the team, the hardest position to play, they see those other guys fail miserably. Blaine Gabbert's of the world. Like, those guys failed so bad. And even before them, you know, we had, um, you know, Ty, what's his name? Uh, um, we had some bad quarterbacks, you know, Sean uh, O'Donnell, you know, we had um, before Alex Smith got there, you know, we had some bad yeah, we quarterbacks. Had some, yeah, we had some pretty bad ones. Quarterbacks, right? I, I remember and the Drunken Millers and the and yeah, the, 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 the Ty Detmers and, and, and right, you exactly. name it, the, the O'Sullivans. Yeah, we had some yeah. bad ones. Yeah, so I think people associate this team with having just shitty-ass quarterbacks and they're scared. They're scared of change, and I think that's just society in general. People are afraid of change just in general. So when you have to go and transition to a whole new quarterback, who's supposed to be the most important person on your team. And you know, you won games. Yeah. You won games with Jimmy, but was it because of Jimmy? I don't think so, but they're worried. They're like, shit, we're going to be a back to the drawing board with, you know, the, uh, the, the, the Ty Detmers of the world and, and Blaine Gabbard. So that's what I think people, I think are they afraid because they, they get that PTSD but shit, man, I'm all aboard Trey Lance. This kid's he showed me nothing but great talent. His mentality, the ability to speak to the media, this just the poise he has, 
leadership. He texted every freaking rookie after mm-hmm. they got like leader, bro. There and he was at rookie minicamp this weekend, just keeping an eye on these guys, meeting them, and, and talking to them. That's leader. Twenty-two years old. No, man. that's crazy. He's not a rookie, and he's acting like you know, not acting, but he's being a vet. Like yeah. after one year, it's because when they drafted him, he knew. He this he knew this was gonna be his team. He's just yes. waiting. He's just waiting for his time. That, yep. That's all it is. But he's still preparing as if he's gonna go out there and lead his troops, command his troops. Sacktown Izzy, this is dope, right? Because in my opinion, he says Jimmy is a confirmed bust. People don't know what Lance is. I agree with this statement one hundred percent. Because to me, a bust is getting me to a game and not being able to win the game. And so, like Jimmy hasn't won the game. He could win games, but he hasn't won the game. That's a bust. That's a bust. You can call it what you want, but in my opinion, you know, and I and I respect Jimmy what he did for us. He mm-hmm. did get he did bring winning back to the 49er culture. But at some point, you got to say, is that enough? Because what's the purpose of winning 13 games a season and not winning the Super Bowl? I agree. You look like the you look like the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Hey, Boy, this show goes full circle right. every single time. <laughs> wow. Paul ain't never winning a ring. CPO, CP0. So maybe Jimmy G's. CP0, I like that. CP0. Chris Paul. Oh. Oh. They go injured a lot. CP0. I like that. Oh. Get injured okay. a lot. Oh. I like that. The game, and then they blame it on it. Like yesterday, all of a sudden. Oh, I got they this. blame it on everybody. <laughs> yep. Injuries. <laughs> Come on, bro. I, now he's got some injury, some phantom injury that just popped up. Can, can, yeah, can I just say this one thing? Mose, you really do knows, bro. Like, you, like that was perfect. That was right on time, man. That was right on time. We started the show with that. That's how we got to the other topic that we're not going to talk about again. And then all of a sudden, Mose brought it right back. Right. And that, 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 that factor right there, is, it's got to be the, that's the, it's not just because he was injured. It's because I don't think Kyle Shanahan believed that Jimmy can take you over the hump. He could get you to the hump, but he couldn't take you over the hump. He needed somebody that was going to be a different. That's why he traded up. Yeah, that's why. That's why he traded up to number three. That's why he took the ball out of Jimmy's hands in the yes. NFC Championship. How Absolutely. do you? How do you win an NFC Championship game only throwing five times? <laughs> especially, especially when the other team, the other team knows you're going to run the ball. Right. right. Mostert had how many yards? 260, 70 some yards, 280 some yards of four touchdowns. They know you're running the ball. Yeah. They try and they damn this to stop it and still can't stop it. And you only get five passes, bro. That's co- great. Your, your your coach took the ball out of your hands. The writing was on the wall then. And look look what happened in this NFC Championship game when he left it in his hands. Yeah. Look what happened like, in the Super Bowl. Be an ad lib play. That, that if Kyle drew up that, like Kyle should have been fired. Like yeah. that that couldn't have been the play. I mean. Because- but- no, because most just said it. They knew exact. The defense knew exact. So Kyle mm-hmm. got to come up with a curve audible, something different. Jimmy, if you see this, do this. Or maybe he just couldn't. I'm sorry. Maybe he just couldn't do that. <sighs> sorry, Fair, because you was about to no, say something. No, I was just going to say, man, I remember just th- – and I don't want to go back to that game, but I, just thinking about that last drive, I remember looking at the stat sheet and saying – Oh man, 
Jimmy don't got to pick this game. Mm. That's right. You, yeah. Oh, man. Not only did you think that, you said that either in our group chat or the, the larger Girl, group I chat. Said it to, you was I like, said it. You was like, I don't want to put this in the air, but Jimmy don't got a pick yet. Yep. And that could that could either be a good thing or a bad thing. It, it, we all knew that was coming. Let's mm-hmm. not even play like, let's not even do that. We all knew. Mm-hmm. Hold on, man. This dude didn't turn the ball. Oh, all right. I, 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 it was too late. I didn't think it was coming, bro. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting Jimmy no. to, to throw the interception. There's no way y'all can tell me y'all was expecting it. He, not because he didn't throw one the whole game, just because. Like where we were at in the game. Yeah, right. like like it, like it should have happened already. He had a brain fucking fart, bro. Oh. Like, I, like he can't be a veteran having a brain fart. That's what I right. mean. That, and, but, yeah. but that late. Jimmy interceptions come early. He get, overcomes it usually, and then boom, yeah. adversity wins. We win. This time just, he just farted in, in his brain. Yeah. Yo. But can oh, I say something? This is how. This is yeah. this is how this is how we know Jimmy Garoppolo is delusional, because he thought in that moment, being hogtied and swung to the ground by Aaron freaking Donald, that I got enough arm strength to throw this out of bounds. Nice. With one arm, the shoulder that he had to have the surgery on. Uh, uh, bro. <laughs> he ain't throw the ball out of bounds all year. He can't. He can't, he can't, he can't, he can't throw the ball away all year. All year. And now, and, and now, in this moment, you you think in your mind, sorry, I got enough. I got enough arm talent to be to be almost almost parallel to the ground. Can't plant my feet. I got. 300 pound Aaron Donald <laughs> hog tying me, but I got enough arm talent to get this ball out of bounds. Exactly. <laughs> this is how we know that Jimmy Garoppolo is completely delusional. Right. Whoa, he boy. lacks he lacks situational awareness. He yeah. lacks awareness of self. Yep. He lacks awareness of football and and what he's able to do. You know, and he's like not a said. fucking leader because nah, you don't no. go and blame. You you take you you go out there and say I fucked up. Bam. Right. End of discussion. I, Drop the mic. Boom. I thought I, thought, I, thought I could one. get the ball out of bounds. I misjudged it. I threw right. it up there. Got picked, and I put my team in a bad position. I know you don't want to take the sack there, but take the sack, spike the ball, get another opportunity. Yes, bro. exactly. God. I agree. It's crazy, man, because this is the same guy that could barely throw the ball 10 to 15 yards, and you trying to, like you said, trying to throw that out of bounds at that position. Trying to throw it out of bounds in that, bro. You can't throw throw a five-yard out. (laughs) With the the good shoulder, without the shirt, like, you know, with the stuff intact. My nine-year-old daughter can throw a five-yard out. <laughs> I taught I taught her how to throw a five yard out when I couldn't practice with my son. So at least he had somebody catch passes. I uh, get me a right now. She'll throw the she'll throw 10 5 yard outs and all 10 of them will look perfect. She would have won the NFC championship for us then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I see some of the, the, the chat, the comments. We all appreciated what Jimmy did, but he did a lot of dumb stuff, yo. Like, can right. we not talk about it? Like Tennessee. Like, Dude, I don't even want to bring uh, up that game, bro. Because had I not had COVID, I would have been there, and Jimmy probably wouldn't have played the next few games, bro. Because, like, he would have got fount. Fount. Uh, fount. That's so ridiculous. Like, this, it's just... Shouldn't have lost just, Tennessee. 
Shouldn't have lost Indianapolis. Nope. Oh my Tennessee, god. Tennessee to me was that was the catastrophe. That was the worst loss of the whole season. Like that, that was the worst loss. Sure. That was the worst loss. That pass to Kyle Yuschek, I remember I was like, I was done. After I saw him overthrow Kyle Yuschek, open pass, I was done with the game. Overthrown. Since when is Jimmy overthrown? Oh, Super Bowl. Anyway, look. I I right. It did so. I know people gonna be like, "Oh man, they back to bastard Jimmy." He's still on the fucking team. I love you, Jimmy. Well, like you said, he's done some great stuff for this team. But hey, he has, today, he has, he it's did get us back to win. Trey Lance season, baby. Let's it go. is. It's time That's to right. move forward, yo. Like, yeah, I, I, like that. Um, this is actually the first episode of our season three, but when we start kicking off the season, that's going to be the title of our show, Moving Forward, yo, because mm-hmm. that's what we need to do. And that's what the 49ers have done. And that's my point. When you look at these guys, and we'll get to these Super Chat contributions really quickly, and then we'll get up out of here, Raj, I promise. We won't keep it that much longer. But when you look at these guys that they drafted, look, these guys aren't even drafted to play right now. They still got Samson Ebukam out there at the Leo mm-hmm. spot, bro. Jake Drake Jackson could be a project and groomed and to being that Leo coming in on third downs, being a specialist right now until he gets the wraps underneath him. Tyrion Davis-Price, another running back. He doesn't have to start right away. He probably will end up being the bell cow. Now you save Elijah Mitchell a few years on his contract, and he can come out there and do some things and get to the outside. Danny Gray, guess what? We got wide receivers for days. But now Danny Gray could come in here and take over at some point if the 49ers choose to go a different way, right? Spencer Burford, look, kid could play tackle. He could play guard. He could play over that offensive line minus the center positions, but he might not go right away at starting. Matter of fact, 49ers, when they draft linemen, it takes them a couple of years anyway before they get acclimated to the system, all right? Samuel Womack III, longest arms in the draft. Kid got ball skills. That doesn't mean he's going to start right away at the nickelback spot. He got to go out there and earn it. Nick Zakil, another guy, very smart. Doesn't mean he's going to get out there. Six-round draft pick. How likely will a six-round draft pick start for the 49ers in their rookie season, bro? How, how likely? Khalil Davis, we already know he's going to be a problem, but he's injured right now. So yeah. he's going to have to have time to develop. Tariq Castro-Fields, another developmental guy. Brock Purdy, quarterback number two. They drafted for the future. I can't yeah. reiterate that more than what they did. These picks were good for the 49ers. They might not be right now, but I guarantee you year two, year three, year four, when Kyle Shanahan signs another extension, John Lynch is still the general manager, and and the 49ers are going to continue to churn the wheels because they continue to draft for the future. That's what they do. They believe in the children of the future. I agree. They're a very uh, – that's what we said before. I like that. They develop their players. They, it's like a farm system. They get these players that they can go in and, and put the pieces together down the line because you can't pay everybody. Eventually, somebody's going to have to leave. And, and, you know, like Lakin Tomlinson this year, you know, DJ yeah. Jones, they got their bag, Kwan Williams. Their time was great while they were here. But now we got to replace them. And, you know, we, we have. We've developed players that over the years, and these guys will be the same, you know, way. They'll, they'll come up the system. And eventually they'll get their shine in the in the starting position. But you're right; you can't expect most of these guys to start. But they'll be nice um, rotational pieces. They'll get some some work here and there. And as they you know continue to develop, they'll they'll find their roles. And then maybe they become a starter sometime down the line. But I don't expect most of these guys to start. Maybe Drake Jackson right away. Um, I think he has a lot of talent. And I think with him and Chris Kasurik, he can really kind of mold them. But that D line, there's a lot of talent. Like you said, Samson Cam, they are paying him a lot of money. Um, he started to come on the second half of the season. 
Um, I like Kerry Hyder. There's a lot of players on that D-line that I think Drake has to kind of still kind of show that he's better than them. You can't just expect him to be right away better than half those guys that are veterans that have been in the league for a while. You know, they have to hit the weight room and then get their levels up and then get their, you know, um, take their rookie hits, you know. And then unless you're like a superstar day one, like Nick Bosa, mm-hmm. starting day one. Very well said. Listen, Raj, I appreciate you for jumping on with the family, man. Listen, you, I know you about to go do your thing because you do it like every night. I'd be like, this guy has, y'all talk about me with energy. This dude is up every night. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I forgot. He's still three hours behind. He's in the past, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, <laughs> so, we, we still, we're still catching up to y'all. I got to go to like right now. My daughter's texting me. My daughter's texting. She goes, Dad, I'm fucking hungry. Let's make some shit. I'm like, <laughs> Yo, bro, let everybody know where they can go and follow you real quick uh, one time, bro. Of course, man. You know, on IG, we're RSF49ers. Twitter, RSF49ers. Um, I got two on Twitter because my original account got hacked or, or suspended, but I got it back. But we're I know, RSF- I saw that. Yeah, a couple months so back. Which, I don't which, know what to is, do. I don't like. I don't know what to do with my other account. It's just which is the main there. one? Because you're confusing the hell out of me. Yeah, I use the main one. I don't use the other one. But sometimes, like during the season, when the notifications pop up, the other one opens up, and then I'm about to tweet on it. I'm like, fuck! I gotta change the account. So it's confusing for me. I don't know what to do with the account. So don't use the one with the underscore. Yeah, the one with the underscore. That's the one I use. Okay, okay. Because yeah, that's my it's main confusing. One. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> that is now my main one. It used to not until I had to remake it, and then I'm. I'm Eventually, somewhere down, I, I have a YouTube. I just haven't really got um, posting on it. So we got. You're the king of Instagram, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you're the king of Instagram. Like, like you're royalty on Instagram, bro. Yeah. We're like, close to 200k. Like, yo. out of all the fan pages, NFL, I think all sports. I might have the most like. Your royalty. And you ever want to join an Instagram live and, and see a great show. Mm-hmm. And Raj puts on like one of the best Instagram live shows, yes. whether it's the quad box with Smitty and the other dudes, C Mac and those dudes, like it's crazy. But I'm gonna tell you right now, the NFL players jump on his joints. Mm-hmm. Crazy, dude. So I appreciate, he, I appreciate the love. And it's yeah. always crazy when they drop in. Like the other day, George Kittle. You know, he was commenting with us. I was like losing my mind. And then, like I said, Leon O'Neal Jr. hopped in. Like players, mm-hmm. Joe, Eric Davis is now like an honorary member of our quad box. It's crazy. Like he'll just jump in, and I'll be like, "Yo, Ed, you want to go live? Let's do it." And we're just sitting there chopping it up with Eric Davis. Like it's crazy, man. It's so, cool, man. Yeah. Listen, we appreciate your grind and your hard work, bro, man. And Absolutely. thank you for joining us, man. Yep, I appreciate all you guys. You guys been grinding, my man Wayne been putting in that work this off season. Every single one of you guys, I watch you all the time on on youtube i love it keep crushing it um the content's amazing so thanks for having me on again so anytime hit me up and i'll be there for you so thanks bro thanks raj no problem y'all take care have a good rest of your night while i'm behind you guys i'm gonna catch up to you so yeah go get that (laughs) din din (laughs) that's my dog yo Mm -hmm. like there's there's people out here and then there's genuine people out here he's the genuine one of the genuine people all right just wanted to put that out there he's one of the genuine people um, but yeah, man, uh, let's get through the contributions and then we can go home guys. What a great show. Uh, it was cool having Schmitty on. It was cool having Raj on. Everybody has some really good takes. We got to do a fantasy football show come near that season. Cause Smitty really do be, be into that shit and everybody in here plays. Yep. And so 
we should definitely have him on. I really want to know what 49er players to stay away from this year because I try not to draft him, but it's hard passing up on a kiddo. It's hard passing up on a on a Debo or Brandon mm-hmm. Ayuk. Like, which is you can't draft more than one. Do you draft Trey Lance? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, a bunch of questions I'd be wanting to have, you know, yeah. for Smitty, for Moe's and things like that. So, we're definitely going to try to do some collaboration, Moe's. I know we're going to try to do a little fantasy thing in the, um, and during the season. So, we'll see if we could put something together where we can combine the forces. All right? Guys, Super Chat Contributions. Let's go home, man. Foghorn to all the contributions coming up. Shout out to everyone. Thank you for a nice throwback. We're going to run to these real quick. Super Chat 2. Uh, Stafford has nine touchdowns. Jimmy only two touchdowns in the playoff. Yeah, that, that's terrible. That's absolutely that, true. That was terrible, and and that's yeah. you could you could blame it on the injury, but Jimmy yeah. just mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's definitely not the injury mm-mm. there. Shout out Super Chat, Romelia Sports Report, Props Breezy, but it's Lakers always NBA logo. Hey, I'm with you on that, Romelia Sports Report. Yeah, um, I'm a ban Peachy from the show too. So Peachy and the Ramilia Report Sports Report, y'all could take a week off. Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go. No, I'm just messing with you. I don't want to hear no Laker talk right now. I want to hear Laker talk when the season's over because I really want to know if LeBron is going to leave y'all. No, I don't so, think he's gonna he would have did crazy damage. The Lakers are going to get Zach Levine, and we're going to get some younger players. But how Peachy? Like, isn't he a bull or is he a free agent? He's he's, he's unrestricted, but he's not going yes. nowhere. Oh, he can, he can come to the Lakers, and he is. I, he, I can't pay him, AD, time. LeBron, and he's a clutch sports. Oh, no, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I got you. Also messing with Kendall Jenner at some point. It's the only thing about it. I really don't want that. Did you see that? What they put up with Devin Booker (laughs) and um, that other Jenner girl or um, whatever that he was with saying that that's what happened to Devin Booker is because he messing with the Kardashian. It's a Kardashian curse. Hey, listen. That's what happened to Ben Simmons, too. That's what I'm saying. Here's what I don't know. Have Lamar Odom. Can we go down the line? I mean, James James Harden. There's a million women or partners out there that you can possibly have. Yeah. Like, why mess with that? Why, but why that family? That like, aura. You, yeah. Like that, why can, that? We, can we keep it 100? They're not even the baddest out they're there. They're not even bad, bro. Like, they're not like, even let's, like... Let's really keep it a being. Yeah. They're not even the baddest out there. Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many... Like, why that family? You know what that family... Like, is it... Is it uh, never mind. That's another conversation. That's another show. Right, right, right. That's but I just don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Right. Shut no, up, Super Chat. Sean, that Super Bowl volleyball setup was Jimmy's best. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Never. Oh, thank you, Tanya. Hey. This oh. is our girl. This is our family. We love this girl to pieces. I just had a birthday last all week. All your hard work, family. I've missed your show. Oh, yes, miss Tanya. You. We love you and happy belated birthday again and again. Uh, um, hope you had a wonderful birthday. You seem like you was having a lot of fun. So that's all that matters from all your stuff that you had on Twitter. That's it. That's what life's all about, man. Having a great right. time, enjoying every second of it—not every mm-hmm. minute, but every second, man. Because, um, you know that they, the Bible said tomorrow's not promised, but we be thinking for other reasons. But just health, 
fucking health, man. Like health can get you. <laughs> so, uh, guys, make sure you guys are drinking water, staying healthy, walking. Yeah, I ain't got to do no other workouts. Just go for a walk. That's it. That's Keep it. my heart pumping. You know what I'm saying? I don't want. You know, I don't want to see people like go just because their heart wasn't pumping right or things like that. And I'm just telling you there's ways to prevent it. I know I'm not the healthiest person out there, but I definitely make sure I'm out there getting cardio on. I need my heart going uh, and pumping blood accurately. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like we just got to just take care of each other. Yo. You know what I'm saying? The room <laughs> I just happened to look down at that one. Like, that was funny. Now the Ramilia Report, they're cool peeps, man. That that's yes, really cool. What the hell is his name? I can't remember his name. I know that you are going to be on there, though. I do know yeah. that, Brittany. But I got. I need to know his name. I feel like I'm not. I I don't. I don't like calling people by the Ramilia Sports Report. I, like, what's your name? Like that. That's what I need to know. Who's going to Vegas? Uh, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yep, that's a New Year's Day. So uh, it's a New Year's game. Moses is gonna be out there. All right. Me and me and me and the missus. Mrs. Moses knows is coming nice. with me. Unfortunately, she's a Raiders fan, so oh. we can we can we can we can go see in the background. That's not, that's not gonna work, <laughs> Moses, because Mose, you can't yell at Mrs. Moses because uh, you, cra- you 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 crazy as hell. Every time we every time we score a touchdown, every time we score a touchdown, I'm gonna look right at her. I'll be like, I'm I'm every time we score a touchdown, bucket, get them out of here, get these bums out of here. Every single time we score, oh my god, I'm gonna try to get on the I'm gonna try to get on the jumbotron. I'm gonna try to get on the jumbotron every time we score. Or if we up in the fourth quarter, 35 to 13, I'm going to just be sitting there with all my no. looking at her like, you ah. gonna, She going to divorce you in Vegas, bro. No, like, she's not. No, she not. <laughs> she going to leave your ass in Vegas, bro. You better chill out, man. Listen. She going to leave me nowhere. Lord. I want to keep. She going to take all these because guess what? Uh-huh. She going to be gloating if we lose. That I, you, she ain't that, never gonna let me live that down. So that, that, that's a dope she, wife. That's she know she know how it is when it comes to sports in the crib. That's what's up. That's what's up. That yeah, Vegas, Vegas, if we can get everybody out to Vegas, because like that's a West Coast game for y'all. Yeah. And so if y'all could get out there, the whole nitty gritty crew is gonna be there. The uh, yeah. the 49ers Rush podcast crew is gonna be there with John Chapman. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be streaming live from there. I think nothing but Niners are gonna be there. Like yep. if, if you want to hang out with us and everybody, that's the place is, to be, guys. Is is Vegas is gonna be I understand it's New Year's Day. I understand if y'all got plans with the family. I don't know if my wife is going to come because we're going to have our son too because we're going to be out in Cali. So we're going to go to the Commander's game for Christmas and then I'm going to fly out to Vegas for New Year's. It's up to her if she wants to come, but she might want to get back because she'll be going back to to teach right after and I ain't teaching no more. So like, I don't know if she's going to be wanting to do that and Rome have to miss school. So she might come back. Um, but I'll be there for sure, 100%. I'll be at a few games this season. So Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta. So you in Atlanta. So I'm going to Chicago. So I'll be at that game, thanks to Fair. Uh, and then that's your wedding. And you told me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, shout, no. out to, yep. shout out to the wife. So I'll be, <laughs> I'll be in Chicago. <laughs> and then I'm going to be at the Denver game. So I'll get to meet Troy, right? Because he's going to drive up there. So I'll get to meet Troy. And then Atlanta. And then I'm going to see Addo for the first time, y'all. Okay. 
So I'm you're gonna, not doing no home games. I'm the only home game I'm gonna do is the Commanders game. That Commanders one uh, around Christmas. The twenty fourth. Oh, okay. The yeah, fans I'll, gotta I'll, do that out there. Yeah. I I uh, still gotta I, I was talk gonna, to the misses, but I'm trying to. I'm gonna do Chicago because my cousin Sid lives in Chicago. Dope. So I'm gonna link up with him. Probably go to that game. Uh, me and uh, Patrick Willis talking about going to the home opener versus Seattle week two. Okay. Um, it's a toss up between Carolina and Atlanta, but I got it. I got family in Atlanta. So, and I think I got family Pat, in Atlanta too. That's going to be I tough. Think, I, I think Pat to... Willis got family in Atlanta too. Yeah. So it, it'll either be Carolina or Atlanta. Um, I and then definitely, and then definitely Vegas. So those are at least four that I'm trying to hit. So we're going to be out there. Y'all Fair, yep. you going to any games this year? Yeah, I'm definitely hitting up Atlanta. Um, you gotta come I'll to the ATL, about, man. That's I'll where the other party gonna be. Oh yeah, I got, I got. I used to live yeah. out there for a few years, so I got a yes. lot of people out in Atlanta. Um, I do want to go to LA though. Now that Everybody I think about it, LA Sports Report. Um, I might do the LA game. I like so. First of all, so uh, SoFi Stadium is fire. Like that, that stadium definitely is off the that. hook. Isn't that the 49ers' home? What, what do we call it? Levi South, baby. Levi South, yeah. Levi South. Uh, yeah. So I definitely might be there. I, I see you, Kylie. If I could, if I could work that financially into my schedule. All right. If, cause so, so here's the thing. I was gonna be at all the road games, but my wedding schedule ain't ain't working right. Like so, my wet. I forgot I booked weddings up until like November. So I gotta fulfill those requirements. Some of them I'm I'm giving up. So that's why I'm gonna be at the Atlanta game. I'm gonna give up that wedding. So hopefully, Kylie, I could come to that Rams game in L.A. Week 8, I got to just check to see if I got a wedding. If I don't, I'll probably fly out there. L.A. was dope, plus my cousin out there, so I'm Gucci out there. Inglewood! I just oh, I just love that. Who said that on the Snoop Dogg album? That junk is fire. Just, just the Inglewood? All right. Yeah, I have, like, a bunch of people that live in L.A., so I might have to roll up to L.A. too. So. Nah, Niners fans still know that they own y'all. Y'all just won in the playoffs. First of all, Mickey Ficky, y'all won by a field goal. Let's not get it twisted. You won, like, yeah. It was, it was if, luck. <laughs> if, if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't throw the interception, if Kyle Shanahan was a smart head coach, yeah, I know y'all was scared. He would have used Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I know, but he's just that's not what a smart we were saying. Coach. Remember, that's exactly what we were saying. Shake it up, put Trey out there. Throw just, that's all he had to do. But, but PG, just, he's just not smart. He's just not. He's not smart. You know, that's why he got so much gray hair, because he just doesn't use his brain sometimes. Sorry, Kyle. It is what it is. You're still cool. We cool. I love you, bro. But listen, sometimes you, he had the, he had deception right on his team and didn't use it at all, except for once or twice. And then he got mad and said, no, I don't want to use the two quarterback system because it's, yeah. He could have used Debo and he could have, he could have finished it with that and, you know, I he mean, was he was smoke screening us all season. Why not smoke screen them? I don't want to exactly. use two quarterback system. I don't want to use two quarterback system. You go through with Jimmy Garoppolo the whole whole first half, and then suddenly in the second half, when they not anticipating it, mm-hmm. when they backs is already against the wall, and right. they trying to scratch and claw to get back in the game. Now they got to worry about Trey Lance. Oh, we didn't prepare for this kid. Mm-hmm. We didn't think he was gonna be playing. I just you don't throw they whole you throw their whole mental off, and we know the game is part all of, of it. You throw their whole mental off. They would have been. They would have been because they wouldn't the know what to do. To out, yeah, they would have just what been. What do we do now? You uh, give them. You give them four quarters to try to scheme up for Jimmy Garoppolo, and you yes. saw 
they finally were able to do at the end of the fourth quarter. You bring Trey Lance in and, and sprinkle him in in that second half. Now yeah. they, don't have a, they don't have a chance. Right. They got to go back and forth. Like, I kept What's, telling Breezy that. Like, why aren't they putting in Trey? Like, just put him in so that they can be thrown off. Uh, you ain't got to use him. Just put him back there so that they can – see some new dynamic to what's going on like that's all they had to do like that was just crazy because um the 49ers would have won that and, that would, and, and then that would have helped you in the super bowl because when you get to the super bowl the oh, other team yeah. like oh they sprinkle trey lance and in the second Absolutely. half oh we gotta worry about this for the next mm-hmm. two weeks we gotta rattle our blades about we got a game plan for jimmy and now we got a game plan for trey lance yeah. and if you wanted to run jimmy that whole game and let him go out there and do whatever he does and just have the team thinking of the threat that Trey Lance could come into this game at any time. You yeah. had that in your back pocket. You you win the mental aspect of the game. Right. I'll never understand our head coach. I'm leave it at that. Um, it is what it is. I see you, Terra Dome. He's stubborn. Miss Debbie, super chat contribution to the queen. She's your queen to be queen forever. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Debbie. If I can tell enough. Swarovski, crystal helmets. I'm traveling this season. Can nobody say that right? My wife has not seen out. When I don't try to say it right, I can say it right. But because I'm trying to say it right, I can't say it right. Right. Because I've seen that word a hundred billion times. But let me tell you, Miss Debbie has been going to work on these gorgeous, gorgeous crystal helmets, and apparently, you know, she put them up for bid. There were like $10 for each line that you get. And um, she got um, quite a bit of, of people, uh, probably could have got more if they could have got pushed out a little bit more. But these helmets are the real deal. These are handcrafted by the one and only Miss Debbie, like by hand. She didn't use no machine. She just used her hand and mm-hmm. seriously did this. And they are so beautiful. They are 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 amazing so if you guys need to get so why, in why, why are we auctioning these why don't we just sell them i'm confused she she put them um out um on um i forgot I mean, what she send me a text message so i can we can work this business but thing they're out. beautiful let me tell you like handcrafted by her and she really put her all into them and they just are so gorgeous yes teradome they are incredible they absolutely are Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm gonna need one of them display cases too. They are, yeah. And then all like all these intricate different cases that she found for them just makes it even even more amazing. Yeah. Support Miss Debbie, guys, because you want her at all these games. She is the life mm-hmm. of the of the game Absolutely. of the 49ers. All right. So so <laughs> she said it was my first time lesson learned. You know I'm gonna get on you. You know how we do. <laughs> We, that's what I'm gonna do. Come and get on, especially when I don't know stuff. Right. All right. So for don't let it be. Don't They're do it. Don't, look, Miss Debbie, don't do it again, beautiful. and don't whip me when you see me with a switch. All right. <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there because she will bring the switch. She had the switch at the hotel room the last time I was out there. She wanted to make sure I stay in right. line. She's gonna tear my legs up, Miss Debbie. We have to go to L.A. Miss Debbie, you know what? Let me check my schedule. Yes. Miss Debbie and I went to L.A. We spent the whole weekend together, and I had the best freaking time of my life with her. Like, I really did. I mean, I know I look up to you like a mom, but you were like 
the best friend, the big sister, the mom. Like you were everything. You made sure I ate. You made sure that like like you just made sure everything was good. You made sure I didn't have to wait in line. You made sure everything was perfect. I maybe we can make that a ritual. I just gotta check to see if I have a wedding that day and if I could get out of it. All right. Go check my post on Twitter for the helmets. All right. So that's what we're gonna do, guys. Go check the post on Twitter for the helmets. Um I don't know her Twitter handle off the top of my head to put it in here, but you guys know it, Miss Debbie. Go check her post. Check out her helmets, man. Uh, I got, I like, you know what, Miss Debbie? Take them posts down because I need to know what you're selling them for first. That we need to discuss that. Yep. Let's do that. Now, leave the auction ones up if the auctions are still open because, you know, that's how you're doing it. But I think you should sell them. I think you should put a price on them, put them out there. We'll, we'll get them sold. Just, just, uh, and I, and I'll buy one too. All right, so let's do it. All right, guys, thank y'all for man for rocking with us on this. Yeah, this was a two and a. Oh my gosh, we was on for two. And a, I can't put this out as a podcast. This is too long. Anyway, what a great show! Shout out to you guys, you four, uh, you three, uh, and then shout out to our special guests Raj and Smitty who came on Fantasy Football Show, our SF 49ers. I thought it was really cool. Shout out to everybody out there, man, on Monday night, man. Thank you for helping the numbers be good. Please make sure you guys hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We're almost at 4K, and I'm hoping to be at 4K by May 31st because that's when I'm going to do the episode of the Trey Lance jersey giveaway. But I'm hoping I'm at 4K. It's going to be given away anyway. I'm just hoping by May 31st, um, I that the channel is at 4K. That would be really cool. Um, and so if we, I need your help. So that means you out there, send it to somebody. Just go to my channel, take the link, copy, paste it, send it to everybody in your phone. If I get, if you got 100 people in your phone and I get 10 people to subscribe, that's a success right. story. That's 10%. That's all I'd be asking for. Yeah, because right? we, we are still doing that. Um, I try to put it out um, at least once every day. I think Twitter is being kind of funny right now because a lot of people are DM me saying, you said you put this out, but I don't see it. So I'm letting you know that that is still going on at this point. And we're trying to get these follows up. Somebody had an awesome um, comment. I'm sorry, I forgot to put it up. It's buried way back there that said that the nitty gritty show should be at 50K. In other words, Wayne Breezy should be at 50K and you're yeah, not sure, lying. Sure. Like it absolutely should be. You guys also, if you're not yet following Wayne Breezy's new IG account at Wayne Breezy 2, the only thing that changed is that he added a 2 to that. I yes. did post that on Twitter. I, I'm trying to put that in nice. every one of our shows that we have throughout the day so that you guys... Um, will be aware of that but if you're not following that one that's what you need to ig is not giving his his account back and to rebuild that is going to take a long time so if you guys can help out by following wayne breezy too at instagram so that we can um continue to get that built up it means a lot i appreciate it yes thank you mose and pg i don't know if you got it fair did, didn't you hit me up? No fear. Yeah, you yeah, I hit you fear. up too. So they all got the message. Y'all got the y'all got the hacking message that hacked me. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. what happened to me. I got that I need message, your help. <laughs> and it was I need your help, mm -hmm. right? And so it was it was with one of the content creators that I was with in Vegas, and I didn't have her number, so I assumed it was her, 
All right. And so it was like, I need your help. And I'm like, all right, cool. Now I knew of her. I knew about her. I knew her situation. I knew where she lived. I knew all that stuff. So my dumb self decided to say, oh, okay, let me help you out. Cause I know you're not here. Maybe you really can't get back into your account. You're in a different country, blah, 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 blah. And I clicked on the link and then boom, bada boom, bada bing, the hacks came. That's what happened. Please don't click on anything from Wayne Breezy account. The the account with my picture and the and the thing right. it's been hacked. I've changed my new yeah. account to the logo. Everything is my logo now. Yep. All right. That's the difference. All right. So and do us a favor, and if you see any posts on there about houses or Bitcoin or whatever no, crazy they have, it took them. They, so they, what they happened is they took oh, all of those they? down. Okay, good. Yeah, to make because it seem when they're like I was when back. they're reaching out to to Breezy now. Oh. Oh, when they're okay. reaching out as Breezy from the account, they want it to seem like it's his account. Oh, so I all of that BS that they put up there. those is not helping, but but if they took those down, then that's, yeah. And please use common sense because check that last post. That shit old now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Super old. You so what, what happens saying? is, what happens is when they hack your account, sometimes, especially with Breezy going through uh, the the recovery process and sending in the, the video mm-hmm. what they do when they put those different posts up there they try to put anything that you would have posted especially if it has your face in it exactly. they try to push it down mm-hmm. as so to not be more find. recent yep. to make it look like yeah. they are the actual owners of the account and this and is their most recent activity yeah. and that's why it's hard for you yeah. to get it back but then once that they only do that for a little bit to mm-hmm. make sure they got the authenticity. And then once they see that they still have access yeah. to the account, they remove all of that stuff, give it some time, and then it, it it emulates that the original user has their account back. Got you. And so yeah. now he start they start reaching out as Breezy, like, yo, I need your help real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went, I went along yeah. with it. I was like, that's why I, I started laughing. I was yeah. like, I was like, I, I, was like I, I got you, bro. What's up? And he was like, click on this link and da-da-da-da. And he was like, All right, you should have got a link go through it and then take a screenshot for me. So I was like, all right, bet. Give me a second. And I took, <laughs> I found a picture on the internet and it's Barack Obama giving the middle, the middle finger. finger. And I was like, I was like, this is the screenshot that it, it got when I went to the link. And then I saw he read it and I was like, fuck out of here. You scammer. I was like, you fuck with the wrong account. Bitch. And that person blocked me now. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the, the scammer blocked me. You got wow. my my old account blocked you blocked me. Yeah, it really um it's um it's really sad. Um, we had Breezy's account. You know, as I everybody knows, I also K-O. manage Wayne Breezy, so it really was heartbreaking for us to know that we have to kind of start from scratch. It sucks, um, Wayne Breezy. Like we had built up his account to thousands and thousands of of, of followers. But we just need you guys to spread the word about it. Um, I'm putting, I'm trying to put on Twitter every day. Going to put on Instagram as well. Um, follow the new Wayne Breezy Two account that has the logo, uh, please, and to spread the word out to everyone so that they're aware of it, so we can try to get our account back up to where it was. Um, that would be fantastic if you guys could do that because it sucks because you put in all this hard work. And and in energy and everything and and something like crazy like this happens when you just think that you're just doing a friend a favor, and then you mm. find out that it's not even that friend. 
that it's a stranger, it's a hacker that yeah. has basically destroyed your account. So, and then um, not to mention, um, I had a thing today. Okay, so you know, I posted on Twitter, and then I had somebody that was like, "Hey, you know, um, if you, you know, um, if you want, just DM me the information, and I'll be able to get back into the account." Blah blah blah. Those are fake. They're, Those are scammers too. Um, they're, they're trying to get money. They're trying to get whatever, but they cannot do anything else for you that nobody else can do. So keep that in mind as well. I had somebody that was like, maybe you should DM this person. No, no, I'm not DMing anyone for anything. Um, that account will just have to keep on um, keeping on with it. But you guys can help by spreading the word about that to get everybody to follow that at Wayne Breezy 2 on IG. That's all you have to do. Let's try to see if we can get us back up to where we were. So, thanks. All right, guys. You, you heard the first lady. That's been said. Now, listen, we done been on this show so long. I got hungry again. I had eight before the show. Me too. <laughs> and we must have exhausted so much energy that I'm hungry again, you know. Um, right. But guys, don't feel bad, man. Look, I, I had a little down moment. But I'm good now, man. I'm I'm Gucci. Uh, great support from the family here. Uh, they they wouldn't let me walk away. But I did want to take a break. I thought it was time. I thought sometimes I'd be thinking those would be signs for me to take a break. Um, but nah. I prayed about sometimes, it. Sometimes it's signs that you're doing the right thing. Right, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Facts, Understood, yo. Understood. Guys, we love y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We'll see y'all next Monday. Probably, I don't know if it'll be the same time. I'm lying. Because the Celtics probably will be playing next Monday. Oh, yeah. So for the West Coast people out there, y'all gonna be good happy. For my family right here, they gonna be mad as And watch game one go to overtime. <laughs> well, game one is tomorrow. So this week's games oh, are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But next week when we travel back to Boston, they're probably going to be on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know how it's set up. Um, right. But it's all good. But listen, we love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful, and always keep it nitty-gritty, y'all. Thanks for watching, man. Peace. Peace.